You're about to listen to Tadpog. Tyler and Dave play old games. It's a comedy video game podcast. We would like to stress that the hosts are not experts and are really just very crass commentators. Seriously, this is an explicit podcast that happens to talk about video games sometimes. So please enjoy this pretty okay podcast with Tyler and Dave. Hello, Internet, and welcome. Welcome once again to another Tadpog podcast. It's a show that happens once a week. Yeah. Where two old guys play old games. And this is the closest approximation I can make of Phil's character in your D&D game. But as I go on, it's slightly changing away from its original <laughs> cadence. <laughs> well, that makes sense, because... Uh, I thought you were trying to do, like, uh, Deckard Kane or something. I was! <laughs> and it quickly strayed. Yeah. Which, I mean, is... Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's hard to keep that up. Uh-huh. That's, I mean... Unless it's a dwarf. it's I can't I can't maintain it. You want to do, you want to do a dwarf I, voice I, for the rest of the show? There, I get, I'll, do, I'll do a series of episodes where I host as one of my D&D yeah, characters. Oh, God. That's not cringy at all. No, I mean, that's, no, no, no. That's not at all. What else, could, what else could you do? What, what, what else could you layer on top of that? Doing them in character. Oh, not yeah. just the voice, but in character. What is this podcast? What, what is this you're having me speak? <laughs> where we spend no shit two hours explaining to your character what a video game is. <laughs> Every one of them, every episode. It's like, okay, we got to start with a television. There's this thing called a television. It's kind of like a scrying pool. Electricity. It's a lightning bolt spell, but it's channel. Oh, well, this is Tadpog. I don't even know where we were. Yeah. What, what do we do next? Play old games. Hey, we're... Tyler, we're, Tyler Day play old games. There you go. Yeah. Um, this week, we yeah. teased it last time, so we are talking about Castlevania Three: Dracula's Curse. Got it right. Yeah, I was gonna say you, got it right. <laughs> I was, you didn't sound too confident. I wasn't. Yeah, because I could. So I got it wrong on Simon's Quest. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. Look, like we all look, we all make mistakes. Look, yeah. a, after a colon, it really doesn't matter. That's true. If there's a colon <laughs> in the title, it's like, well, okay, that's Castlevania just Castlevania Three. Yeah, there we go. Right. Yeah, <laughs> Castlevania Three M Dash Dracula's Booty Call. Dracula's Booty. Yeah, <laughs> or just Dracula's Booty. There you go. It's a, part, it's a part you have to get, like in Simon's Quest. Yeah, 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 it's the missing piece. <laughs> Before we delve into Castlevania Three, let's see, Dave. I know we got a package right here. You want to see what's in there? What's in here? Yeah, let's see. I what's think in it's there. a single object. Melissa looked already. Oh yeah, because I I didn't want to look, but she always has to look. You didn't inspect look? everything. I have not looked. She has to inspect it. Yep. Like what? She can make... never wait. She's like, I just want to oh, know what's in it, and she said it's pretty good. So. Okay. All right. Oh damn! Okay. What is what is this? Answer buzzers Answer <laughs> for buzzers. quizzes. Wow, that's great. Let's open those. Bad, yeah. Let's open up. Yeah, it's a set of four. So when we go back to uh, another like great Tadpog video game quiz, I know. Yeah, we'll have them ready to go. I hope they like. Um, let's see. I want to hear what they sound like. We're gonna have to get batteries and everything. I'm sure. Damn it! You hear Dana's dogs? They're out and they're out and. There are dogs barking in the background. I don't. I don't know if. Yeah, we will have to get back. Our friends at home can hear them or not. But that is pretty awesome. So what are they? What are they? Oh, they're recordable. Check that out. You can record yeah, your recordable own recordable answer buzzers. Sweet. Who sent this? I have no idea. Is I there a letter see. or? Oh wait, nope. It's on this tag. 
Hey, Tadpog, this is from Janie. Thought she would use some recordable buzzer so you don't have to steal from Henry during quiz time. That's awesome. It's pretty sweet. I'll record his toys on these buzzers. <laughs> <laughs> I'll record the pig and I'll record the xylophone. Yeah, but they're four. Man, now this is this is pretty perfect. Yeah, I'm, that's I'm nice. I'm very happy with No, these, these are great. Thank you. That makes, man. I know we already have what we want to do for this month's Patreon, but for next month, make it with some kind of quiz. We need to use those. I'm down. You know I like quizzes. That's very awesome. Thank you, Janie. Yeah, and also uh, thank you, Janie, for helping us with our most recent Patreon video. Yes. So, yeah, she helped us edit it and publish it and all that because she's the master of all things YouTube. So thank you very much. And uh, so we're gonna plug, we can plug Patreon because we do the one chip challenge. Yeah, we need to do that for sure. So, so please. <laughs> it's on my list. Everyone has very much liked it. Mike has said it was worth every penny that he's ever given. And Taryn. Ever given. Taryn told me today. A lot. Commenting about the vomiting. Mm-hmm. Like the faces the other people make are priceless. Yeah. So. Yeah, she sent me a message pretty much saying the <laughs> same thing. <laughs> so if you want to see somebody throw up mm-hmm. eating very hot stuff, yeah. please. Kicking a buck to our Patreon. Go yeah. watch that video. We've got two videos up now where we eat hot things and then tons of extra podcast episodes. That is true. And we got another one that's going to be coming up soon. Mm-hmm. Don't know exactly when. Yep. But soon. <laughs> soon. Soon. That's uh, patreon.com slash tadpog. <laughs> so we were talking about intros and stuff that we wanted to do. Uh, and I, for some reason, like I've noticed this about myself from my current job. Okay. So what have you just noticed? like have a have a topic. I think I am a, usually a pretty good judge of character. Yeah. In most people, but I've noticed at any time in my life, if you present me two people at the same time, yeah, that are going to come into my life in some form or fashion, I will like either bond with one of them or be like, oh, this is one I'm you know will be closer friends with or or something like that. I am almost one hundred percent wrong. So what you're saying is that you that you're not actually good at it. That yeah. you're bad at it. If you, I'm bad, if you one, <laughs> one at a time, three at a time, yeah. fine. Oh, that's, two at a time. Yeah, I always like think it's the wrong one. So, like example. Let's see. I remember back in the day whenever um, I met at the same time that I met AJ, who we've talked about on the show before. I met AJ have and his we? roommate Eric. I feel like we probably have. That must have been a really long-ass time ago. It's a long time ago. <laughs> but I met them at the same time. And I was like, okay. AJ and who? Eric. And Eric. Eric. And I was like, this Eric guy. I, I like Eric. I like. I'm, I think I'm going to be closer with Eric. And I started like hanging out with Eric more. Dude fucking is a, pulls a total asshole move on one of our friends. Vanishes. A, AJ remains for several more years before AJ also disappears. <laughs> <laughs> Every, everyone disappears at some point. Our lives are essentially unsolved mysteries. Um, when I'm at my last job, when I met uh, like two different people that were going to be both of my bosses, and I was like, okay, well, I think this is the bad one, this is the good one. Nope, wrong, again. Yes. At, the, at this current job, um, two people came in from our contract company to help out I was like, okay, well, I probably need to hang out with him more. He's probably going to be able to teach me more. wrong. To my two supervisors under me, I was like, okay, this is probably even the one that I can trust, that I can go to, it's going to be knowledge. No, wrong <laughs> again. It's just for some reason, I'm almost, I'm, I'm like Tsunade yeah. in, in Naruto. How so? Whatever I pick just between two people. Just gigantic titties. I have the hugest. <laughs> just the biggest. The hugest, biggest titties. I'm modeled after. Um, I don't, I can't remember her name Hitomi, either. Hitomi. Hitomi something. Something. Hitomi. <laughs> You'll know, you know the one. Yeah, you, know, <laughs> you know the Hitomi. Yeah. If not, ask Miller. <laughs> yeah. 
Just Tanaka, Go- Hitomi Tanaka. There you go. Let's see. Just Google Hitomi, and she's probably going to Yeah, that's what you're going to get. Yeah. I'll have a link in the link show, in the show notes. notes. <laughs> we got to have at least one NSFW. Yep. Because I mean, it helps people find the site. So <laughs> there we go. Yes, whenever we do, whenever we do link to a porn star in uh, the show notes, um, it usually shows up as like the top search result. <laughs> Tara Reid nip slip still still top of the charts. <laughs> like the the SEO on that, we could do a why. whole episode on that. It would probably uh, probably be our most Biggest listened episode, episode ever ever. Ever everybody's looking for Tara Reid nip slips, dog. Yep, I think it's like what no one talks about publicly but privately everybody's interested who is talking about tara reed's nipples privately besides you and me (laughs) well clearly (laughs) but we're doing a stupid everyone we know is doing it (laughs) that was so long ago though that's essentially like um let's just do an episode on paris hilton sex tape that's like that's the same fucking era that's the same year probably yeah paris hilton kim kardashian sex tape let's just let's do an episode on sex tapes there's probably a video game about sex tapes there has to be (laughs) There has to be. You're right. I don't know. Make your own sex tape. Make your <laughs> Honey Cam Studio. There you go. I mean, that's that's All right. cam modeling. That's different. It, it is totally different. It is, it is different. It is. It is different. <laughs> um, that's just something odd I've noticed. I it I find it it makes me disappointed in myself <laughs> that I'm always wrong. When I don't I do that. I think what I okay. What I think is funny is I don't even think about that, and I don't know if that's. I don't know why. I never even thought about it. When mm-hmm. it's like, I've never thought about like when I meet two people, I kind of, I kind of just naturally gravitate to one or the other. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and I never really stop and think about. I never really stop and think about it. Yep. It's just kind of like, oh, I don't know, just kind of. I like this person better, so I hang <laughs> yeah. out with this person more. I, well, you say I like this person better. Oh, okay, no, they're they've <laughs> done they're some, horrible. <laughs> they're a horrible person. <laughs> oh God, I watched them kill. I watched them murder somebody. <laughs> Shit, chose the wrong person. But I don't know if there's anything to discuss there. I just noticed that today, whenever I was talking to one of my supervisors, and it's just like, yeah, I thought you were gonna be a fuck up, but you're much better. <laughs> I, I mean, I've, I've talked about this on the show openly, and you know this, but I didn't like you when I first met you. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I can kind of relate. Yep. <laughs> you know, I mean, and then I used your razor. It got made, made it. Oh worse. man, you made me so. Yeah, that was not good. I was just like, <laughs> God damn it, because it's like razors. First of all, are expensive. Mm-hmm. They still are. They're just fucking going through the roof. I mean, it's just ridiculous. It's you can't. I don't know. Well, there's a reason there are Dollar Shave Clubs. Yeah, so. <laughs> well, let's say pro tip, everybody get get a fucking um, get up get disposable razor blades. Like for fucking, you can get like a double edge razor a box of double edge razor blades for like twenty bucks. I've been using that same fucking box for like five fucking years now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just get you a little fucking holder to to get in there, and it's like you can shave. I've probably spent like maybe when it's all averaged out. Maybe like five dollars a year in shaving. Yeah, I don't even do that much. I bought an eighteen dollars straight razor. A straight handle, razor. Yeah, that is. And a... then the razors for it, like a eighty pack for like five to ten dollars, and that's that's a good way I've to had go. That for years and years. You and keep years. a beard though. I know. You, I know you trim. You know. I know you shave yeah. with it, but I don't know that I could. Um, I probably need to practice with it. But yeah, yeah, you used my razor, and I was worried that you had AIDS, so I uh, threw those, <laughs> threw that razor away. I mean, anybody that friends with Brandon, you have to like, I might have AIDS. Yeah, well, that is true, but mainly it was like that was like one of the things I I remember my dad teaching me, where it's like, uh, don't share, don't share razor. Like, I don't know why. I mean, it, 
it's. I can see if you cut yourself, you've got a, a another a sharp object yeah. that you will put on your face where you might be able to yeah. cut yourself. Well, the, I mean, I see it. It's, I mean, I also grew up in the '90s, so you know, I'm sure my dad was just like, "All right, I got to teach him. I got like protect this guy from AIDS." <laughs> I mean, because there was, I looked under the sink, and there were two razor blades or two two razors. Oh yeah, and you had to choose 50 50 If I get Brandon, once again, I'm good. Once again, again you're, you're, I make the wrong you're, choice. You're, you're damn right. You got two damn in front right. of you. <laughs> well, that's okay. Now I wouldn't mind so much because I mean I don't know. Now you're just pretty sure I don't. Uh, but have I'm, AIDS. yeah, I'm like I'm like 95 percent sure you don't have AIDS. <laughs> Although now you know more about me, so you might be more uncertain. <laughs> nah, that's no, no. Actually, knowing more about you um, helps. It, like it doesn't matter. Like what it, you know. It doesn't matter what I learn other than the fact, like, if I learned, oh, yeah, he has AIDS, then I'd be like, okay, probably not going to share a razor blade with this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to stop sucking his cog then. Fine. Yeah, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another small little anecdote. Yes. Because before, whenever uh, you came over, it was just me at home. Like, Kenna was with Meg. All the, uh, the girls were at uh, Melissa's mom's. Melissa was working. It was just me. I was like... Been a while since I made a drink. I think I'll I'll make a I'll make an lit and record the show. I do not see an lit in front of you unless yeah. you have one in that no, mug. That's just, that's just water. Okay, that's that's a Mormon lit. <laughs> what happened? And when I went and I grabbed the lit mix, it's just like I got a, I got a flashback. One, Shit, there's AIDS in here. <laughs> God, Man, I bought that like the AIDS. I left, I left the cap off this thing for a day. And now there's AIDS all got, up in here. Got the AIDS. God damn, damn it. it. <laughs> we, we're to the point where we can joke about AIDS, right? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. There are worse things. It's out fucking there. cured, right? Yeah. I mean, money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> that, well, two points. One, because um, I've been I've recorded the show a few times where I'll I'll drink and take a Lunesta, and you <clears throat> see that how that whole mess always plays out. Anytime I combine the two. Yeah. Well, if I do that, they tell you not to do that, right? Yeah, oh yeah, I mean, it's, it's on the bottle. Right? It's in the commercials. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> so it's on the pharmacy label, uh-huh. and the pharmacist the, says the fucking, it. the fucking butterfly in the commercials, <laughs> like, don't do it. <laughs> you might die in your sleep. <laughs> so I mean, so it's, I mean, listeners have seen how that goes. If I drink on the show, that's what Melissa has to deal with. Like Melissa has to, <laughs> Melissa has to wrangle that beast after everybody goes home and the show is over. So I know she doesn't always appreciate it. She's like, no, drinking is fine. It's drinking plus Lunesta. Yeah. And whenever whenever everybody leaves, you go to bed. So, yeah, every time I was like, okay, well, that's fair. I don't want but wait, you to have to deal. That's the point, right? That's the point of Lunesta is to go to bed. Well, yeah, but I'm always – I get that effect. It's the combo effect every – like every week is a I'm, – I'm a lot to deal with. Oh, okay. You're, you're rambunctious? Yeah. Oh, I got you. You're handful. I, I say weird shit. Yeah. I do weird shit. I don't remember much of it the next day. I was going to ask. What kind of weird shit? I feel <laughs> so, like there's a mine of stories here that you're holding yeah. out on. Probably. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. so, I just know she doesn't like yeah, it. You need, well, so. Can we get her in here? <laughs> <laughs> That'll be a Patreon episode. <laughs> yeah, can we get some boots on the ground here to tell us yeah. some fucking <laughs> Tyler and Lunesta horror stories? <laughs> Uh, the other is just like almost without fail. Anytime I have a drink on the show and yeah. like bring it up or I get a little tipsy. I will, Someone's worried about you. Yeah. Yeah. Every single fucking time yeah. I will get messages or read comments yeah. that they're one drink a week on the show. And I'm like, yeah. man, I'm really worried about that. I guess because they only hear me on the show. So I yeah. sound like I'm always drinking, but I always or a personal message. Like, yeah. just want to know if you're doing okay, man. Like, yeah. 
I just had a, I had a, well, I think I had a loosen up drink. I think that's just because people care about you. Yeah, but no. at the same time, like, think about it. <laughs> think about it. I can, do you mind? Can I share? Can I share? That a you're tip? also worried about me. Can, no, 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 no. I mean, obvious all the time, all the time. I'm worried about you. But uh, can I share a tip? Mm-hmm. You, I mean, this is friendly advice. Mm-hmm. You don't have to take it. Mm-hmm. Whenever I drink on the show, I don't mention it, and yeah, no one notices. It. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or if they do, they're just like, oh, Dave's feeling goofy today. <laughs> and that this chili dog's quite the oh, character. Man. Yeah, man. I was, God, I was drunk for like every fucking Call of Cthulhu episode. Like everyone. Like there are times where it's like, well, see, now I'm going to get messages like saying, don't do that again in the future. But there are times where I like, went out to my car after recording. I was like, deep breath. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of logistical gymnastics will I have to tell myself to get in this car and yeah. drive home? No, uh, do, you know, I'd say the alphabet backwards. And I'm like, all right, fine. <laughs> let's do let's do this shit. <laughs> but uh, I don't do that often. Only when I'm like chili dog and call it. Yep. <laughs> it's worth it. Because most of the time, if we're intentionally like drinking, we'll have Ryan on, and Ryan will want to take you home. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Ryan. Actually, usually when we have Ryan on, he like says, "Oh, just drink as much as you want, man." <laughs> <laughs> I, it's weird. It's almost like I love you, Ryan, but man, I don't know. I'm getting kind of weird vibes. <laughs> No, man, drink, drink. No, just drink. Here, hey, drink have this. You, have you had a Lunesta while you do this? <laughs> no, it makes you better drunk. It makes you drunker, <laughs> but like a safe way. I have, um, I, I know the reason. I know the reason. It's because I'm a fun drunk. Yeah, you so, are. You are. I mean, I, even at you like. You and Melissa are incredibly fun drunks. Well, it's just great to just not give a shit for like once. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. like that's really like, that's so liberating. And then that like <laughs> liberation is just exhilarating. And then it's just like, and then it's fucking Tadbog prom where it's yeah. just like going absolutely crazy. Like banging on like some dude's bathroom stall door while he's trying to drop a deuce. <laughs> I remember you tagged it like a, like a walk. Yeah. It's like, I'm fucking unstoppable. What are you going to do? I'm drunk. What are you going to do? <laughs> Because has Nikki listened to uh, her the Man Pog episode? No, we haven't. Melissa still cannot no. listen. I'll bring. I'll no. mention like I'll bring up something she said on the show, and she immediately just like cringes. Like, did I fucking say that? Yeah, you did. That is a, also a Patreon yeah. episode. That's one I fully endorse. I think that is. It's not us, and I think it's the best episode. Oh man, that's a bummer. Yeah. Oh well. <laughs> I mean, it's still ours. It's not us, but it's ours. Yeah, we profit off it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You got anything? I do. I'm Dave. Please. I am your bespectacled host. And um, I really don't like Facebook. We were kind of talking about this oh, um, before the show. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fine, like, using it. It's fine using it. But, like, on, like, the back end of trying to, like, promote the show and stuff like that, it can be a real pain in the ass. But, but Facebook did do me a solid. And I did not realize – Facebook did me a huge favor in October, and I did not realize it until today when I was checking um, on a support ticket that I had because I want to change the name of the Tadpog Facebook page from Tadpog to Tadpog Podcast. Mm-hmm. And it's not letting me do it the way that I want to do it. Long long story short. I mean, blah, 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 blah. Who cares? But um, so I'm checking on the status of that because it's like, damn it, this is, bo- this is bothering. I want to re- resolve this shit. And I noticed that I have a message in my inbox on their support page. And it's like, oh, great. I'm sure this is about the question that I asked them. And I click on it, and the first thing I see is a um, Pornhub link. And, there, and a message like, hey, we noticed some spam coming from your uh, account. So we went, ahead and, we went ahead and removed that. 
Uh, what I had done apparently one night was uh, just shared straight up porn to my my Facebook feed, like just my just my page. I just had done it because I remember I remember I may not have been sober at the time. Please, I don't need messages. I'm fine. I'm worried about you. I don't need. I don't need messages. I'm fine. Don't worry about me. But one night I was trying to send. I'm gonna. This is a listener who's gonna remain nameless to to protect his or her identity. Uh, but there was this video. Uh, he is a Cubs fan. Oh, okay. I know who it is. Huge Cubs fan. <laughs> and I happened to, through my regular browsing, I happened to find a video of a woman in a Cubs hat sucking a dude's cock, and then he blows his load on the hat. <laughs> and I wanted to send him the link and be like, is this, how do you ask? You? And, right? And it wasn't. I could tell. I mean, come on. <laughs> I could tell. No, I mean. The obvious differences um, that just immediately noticeable. Uh, I, I know the size of all my friends' cocks. Oh, I'm sorry, listeners. Listen. Uh, so I, I actually I wanted to send them the the video to be like, as a Cubs, as a huge Cubs fan, how do you feel about this? I mean, how do you like? Where where is this disrespectful? Like, do you feel like do you this is the ultimate compliment? Exactly. Um, and uh, he ruled that it was the ultimate compliment. <laughs> and, and then we tried to find more. <laughs> we wanted a little adventure. Uh, we didn't find anything, but but thank you, Facebook, for, for flagging that as spam uh, and assuming that I hadn't done that because, like, I saw it and I was like, oh, yeah, I totally did that. And then they were like, oh, well, you can um, – they were like – and then I was like, I wanted to lie to Facebook. They're like, did you post this? Yes or no? And I was like, no. And they're like – all right, we're going to look into this so we can find out. And I was like, back, back, back. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Just thanks for, thanks for getting rid of it. I appreciate it, Facebook. You're the best. Yeah, that's that's a good game of chicken to find weird pornography. Just keep posting to, to each other's walls. <laughs> Please. All right, I'm unfriending everybody. <laughs> you, you, can suffer, you can suffer through that. Oh, I, that's I refuse. Why I, I have it where I have to approve anything yeah, that goes on my timeline. Me too. The problem is uh, when I do it, I don't have to approve it. I'm clearly yeah. my own worst enemy. I guess everybody send me the best pornography you can. Whoever sends the best pornography, I'll publish it to my time. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Patreon That's goal. <laughs> what's the what's the dollar amount have to be in order for you to publish pornography to your <laughs> Facebook page? <laughs> and it can be whatever they pick. <laughs> oh man, that's pretty good. What are we at now? Like, uh, so like four seventy five. Oh, it's not, it, oh, it's not it taking much. Let's huh? Make it a low bar. Let's, yeah. let's get it back up there. I'm th- what I'm thinking is it needs let's do a to, mini pledge drive. <laughs> it needs to cover. It needs to cover my wages at work. That's what uh, okay. I'm thinking. Yeah. I, you know what? Honestly, I don't know that they would care. Yeah. At work, they're pretty cool there. I think they'd be concerned. Yeah. I, I get like yeah concerned messages. Where did you find this? <laughs> right. <laughs> We're worried about you. <laughs> Look, we don't want to have to call the authorities, but we're willing to. We don't stop. <laughs> so I don't know. I I guess I'll. I mean, I'll post a link to that uh, video nice. in the show notes at tadpog.com <laughs> if you want to see the Cubs hat. <laughs> Perfect. Weird. It's gonna be the weirdest show notes ever. Yeah. Good. Do you hear that, Dave? Yeah, I do. It's just the unrelenting. Who's the Cubs rival? Yankees, probably. I don't know baseball. Cardinals? Cardinals. Yeah, I think it's just an unrelenting slurping sound of the Cardinals. <laughs> <laughs> just that bird just pecking at Just pecking away at it. Sorry, Cardinals fans. Uh, I know you're out there, um, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anything about baseball. Of course I hear that, which ushers in a segment that we like to call Dave Reads from Wikipedia. Are you ready? Do you have a dream about being a baseball player 
or did something? I have a dream about being did a baseball you? player? Or did I have a dream Probably one had day. a dream about being a baseball player? I don't know, but I like this I it. like this inception. <laughs> you had a dream that I had a dream about I being have, a baseball player? I have player? a weird memory about someone telling me about you having a dream about being a baseball player. Oh, well. <laughs> Do you know more about Melissa, it? Maybe Melissa had a dream that you had come over and told us that you were a baseball player now. I don't remember. I'm was, done with the show, Tyler. I'm a baseball player. Baseball. <laughs> <laughs> that was very George Costanza. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> All right, so are we ready to shift into uh, yeah. serious dry game mode? Mm, mm, we can. We'll do fine. Yeah. We can make it as wet as we want. Let's yeah, let's, wet. let's like let's make it wet. It. You want to make a deal? Yeah, we're very far apart, but we can do a. You want to touch our fingers? <laughs> All right, let's there make the go. let's make the wettest. That was, that was it. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> let's make the wettest <laughs> Castlevania three talk we can. It's like. <laughs> at work, yeah. my my boss two levels above me. Um, I did something good. Big boss. Big boss. Geese. Ge- geese. <laughs> geese. Uh, I did something that made him very happy uh, oh. in my job. <laughs> Go on. And like I went to his office. Boss, and, I had a dream you were a baseball player. It's like, yeah. <laughs> he pulls out his cup hat. Yes. hat put Stained. The, put this on. <laughs> you know, some people have a cum box. <laughs> I got a cum hat. I've, I've got this mostly bleached white Ooh, Cubs hat. Yeah. And like I go to his office and I tell him, like, I handled the situation, told him how it resolved. He's like, oh, awesome. He gives me a high five. Whenever I high five him, he parts his fingers and interlaces them with mine and closes his hand. Why? I don't know. And but it wasn't even like a full like we intertwining of fingers, it was a half intertwining of fingers, and he holds it there for like a second or two. And I'm just Did he sitting give you a there. S- squeeze or no squeeze? Squeeze. All right. So I'm like hold half holding hands, boyfriend in girlfriend style in the air <laughs> yeah. with this much older man who is very much my boss. Salivating. You're salivating, boss. He wants it. Yeah. He wants it. You know he does. Um, I fuck up handshakes all the time, and I hate it when it happens. Like. Um, I'll, I will go in and it's like my like pinky and my ring finger will like graze their wrist. And it's like, oh God, why can we, I didn't mean to do that. Start, start over. Start yeah, over. Yeah, please. Uh, <laughs> look, I got this business relationship off on the, on the wrong foot. I'd like to shake your hand again, please. <laughs> no, I insist. <laughs> okay, guys. Wikipedia. Castlevania three colon Dracula's curse. I don't have a Japanese translation, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, it is the third Castlevania video game produced for the Nintendo Entertainment System. Uh, just to be clear, we haven't mentioned this yet, but this game is not on the NES Classic. We've been p- going through the, Sadly. the, the, the classic games. Um, we just wanted to do this one because, A, it's been requested several times, mm-hmm. and B, we've just played recently and talked about Castlevania and Castlevania mm-hmm. II. Um, have we played what was next on the list? For the NES Classic? We had. It was supposed to be... I'm so glad you brought that up. It was supposed to be Dr. Mario. Yes. And way back on like episode 114 or yeah, something like that. It was like the that, top 100 SNES We list. Yeah, we played um, Tetris, Tetris Dr. Mario. Yep. Something like that. Um, and so we figured... And I had forgotten we had done it. Mm-hmm. And you reminded me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh yeah, well I guess we shouldn't do that. So in its place, we're talking about Castlevania 2. Yeah. Uh, this game was published by Konami... Uh, in 1989 in Japan, it came out in North America in 1990. Um, the plot of Castlevania III, Dracula's Curse, is a prequel to the original Castlevania. Uh, it's set a few centuries, I think it's technically like 200 years, mm-hmm. uh, before the events of 
the original Castlevania. Uh, so we're not dealing with Simon Belmont anymore. We're dealing the with Trevor Trevor C. Belmont. I do not uh, know what the C stands for. Calhoun. <laughs> Trevor Calhoun <laughs> Belmont. Uh, so that's who we're playing as. But he essentially functions just like just like Simon. Yeah. I mean, there's really there's really no difference. No, none other than name. What's a better name, Trevor or Simon? Trevor. I think Trevor is too. Yep. Okay. All right. That's settled. Never been a fan of the name Simon. Would you? Do you know anybody named Simon? Simon feels like a very British name to me. I don't. I don't personally know a Simon, and I know like one Trevor. I don't even know a Trevor. I know a lot of. I know a lot of Johns though. Yeah, I know a lot of Johns, Joshes, and Matts. I feel like that was popular for our our birth year. So John John Belmont, Josh Belmont, Matt. Matt, Matt Belmont. Belmont. That's hard to say. That just Matt, that, Belmont. Matt Belmont. Matt Belmont. One syllable names followed by Belmont. I don't like. It's got to be Matt, Matt Belmont. Mm-hmm. Do you know like, all the Belmonts? Uh, I know several, but their that timeline is weird. I've looked into it, and it's weird. It is a weird timeline. But can I? Okay, notoriously, you know, I hate the Zelda timeline, mm-hmm. and I hate I even more hate the Mario timeline, mm-hmm. uh, and even more than that. Well, yeah, even more than that, I hate like any kind of like Final Fantasy timeline. Yeah, the Final, yeah, no, Final Fantasies, no. But there are timelines that I enjoy, and the Castlevania timeline is one of those Mm -hmm. because they make it a part of their game way early on in the franchise. Like this, Castlevania 3, them saying, yo, this is a prequel to the first Castlevania game. Like them, like putting that in the game, just laying it out there. Telling us that, yes, we are keeping this in mind, like, makes it okay for me. If Zelda had, like, if a Zelda game had done that, then I'd be like, okay, I'm on board. You designed it this way and not reverse engineered it this yeah. way. Because I feel like that's how all the Zelda shit is, where it's like, because, okay, I was an art major. Make games and then be like, this is important to people. Figure a way to make it work. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I was an art major, and it's like, but part of that was, like, taking a whole bunch of studio classes. And I know, like, how that shit works. Like, everybody just makes something they want to make, and then in critique, they just make shit up. Or it's like, oh, well, this represents this represents the time that I was touched by a dog in the backyard. <laughs> And it's all of a sudden, it's like it goes from shitty art to oh, I feel bad for this person. So, <laughs> a you and Nikki met in an art class. We did. We and met. If you want to hear drunk Nikki tell that story, <laughs> it's on our Patreon. It's a Patreon episode. <laughs> Man, Pog 2.0. Uh, I did not know she told that. Hmm. Um, that's a that's a fine story. That's a fine it's story. It's funny. Yeah. I did. It, did she tell you what I was? We met in a. Well, God, I don't want to spoil anything for the Patreon. But like, uh, we met in a ceramics class. Mm-hmm. Uh, did she tell you what I was making? No. I was making a Karibo's boot in ceramics <laughs> class. <laughs> I, did you finish that? Because I feel like yeah, I've never seen that at I your house. I finished it. And what I, but what I had to do, uh, typical lazy art major style, was I, it started out as a Karibo's boot or Karibo's shoe. I've heard it both ways. I like boot more. I like boot more, too. Just boot is more fun it's to sexier. say. But it's sexier. Yeah, and it's sexier. Boot. Let's make it a Karibo <laughs> stiletto. <laughs> And um, the instructor was like, I don't know. I feel like it needs more. And I was like, oh, okay, well, I just put some, it's a propaganda boot. Yeah, it's a propaganda boot. Put some speakers on this. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I don't know. It's it's fun to like look back at college years and be like, man, I thought I was so smart. I thought I was so clever <laughs> and just really wasn't. It's the Creedbo's boot. Ah, make it pretentious. All right. Yeah, totally. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then, no, I mean, all right. I could get off on this whole like <laughs> diatribe about how like seriously I do think that like a lot of art professors like 
push that without so much as saying, well, they don't come right out and say, like, make it pretentious, but it's like, it's implied mm. a lot of the times. So, yeah. welcome to World of Food as well. So, yeah, I didn't even think about that. And it's got to be even, dude, it's got to be even worse mm-hmm. in food because, like, all the celebrity chefs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, sure, there are celebrity artists, but I mean, like, like, the I feel like the everyday person, like I'll be honest with you, I know more famous chefs than I do famous artists right now <laughs> that are alive right now. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I I can't even imagine what that must be like for you. Like uh, Bobby, uh, friend of the show from King of the Hill. Oh, from King of the Hill. <laughs> I mean, well, they share this quality. Uh, Bobby, <laughs> Bobby is an he's an incredible uh, smoker. He loves to smoke meat and cook. Like he's oh, I see. Very very skilled at barbecue. I was gonna ask how many packs he was up to. Yeah. Well, he used to smoke a lot. <laughs> um, and, I mean, I've had – he's brought it into work. Like, he he does amazing work with uh, smoking and barbecue. And that's very popular around here, too. Yeah. So he's probably a popular dude for it. Oh, yeah. I mean, his uh, redneck egg rolls at, that he made at work were fucking awesome. What are redneck egg rolls? Barbecue – these barbecue egg rolls that he that he made. Interesting. They're really good. He um, – I remember back at our – a few – Jobs ago, when we used to work at a nursing home together, he brought some barbecue in to bring to Jace to have Jason try it. And we tried it; it was like it was really, really good. And it was someone who died in yeah. the nursing home, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Bobby took them home and smoked them. <laughs> Redneck egg rolls are people. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's when. <laughs> we worked with Guy Fieri guy. Right. I remember you talking about Guy uh-huh. Fieri guy. Guy Fieri I almost guy. almost forgot about him. Comes up, tries it. He's the like, one who had the, the same tattoo as Guy Fieri, He right? wanted to get the same oh, tattoo. Oh, okay. he told me, he's the one who told me about, you know, the skull with the chef head on and two cross knives, culinary gangsters. Culinary gangsters. Oh, I mean, the whole Guy Fieri motif is fucking ridiculous. Like, you're almost 50, man. <laughs> like, yeah, go. I hate to think about what I'm going to be like when I'm 50. I, I don't plan on changing a single. I already feel ridiculous, kind of, because it's like I already dress like I'm like early 20s or something like that. I, I don't no, plan. I dress very well. I do not plan on changing that either. <laughs> so it's like I'm going to be like 80 years old and I'm going to be dressing just the I'm way I'm mostly I am dressed now. like a hobo. That like, is not true. Well, right now I've got on these sweatpants that I found my last house, my Watson house. <laughs> yes. But <laughs> wait, what do you mean you found? Well, my neighbor next door abandoned his house. Right. He's left. I remember that. I found these in his house yeah. and I took them home and watched them and kept them. <laughs> what? So these are just found sweatpants <laughs> I have on. My I'm wearing an American flag t-shirt. My dad bought it at a yard sale for like a nickel. <laughs> You know, when you point it out, it is ridiculous. <laughs> but I didn't like when I was here. I wasn't just like, "Oh, that's weird." Tyler's wearing an American flag shirt. <laughs> yeah, if I wear it to bed, let's just like just take it off. <laughs> America, fuck yeah! <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry, I, I took us on a weird journey, and then you you wrote us there. I like it. But yeah, then I dressed like a hobo, and like I realized lately, my my goal has been like, you know what, Melissa loves what really impresses her. I take a shower and change into clean, non-weird clothes. When non, she gets home. <laughs> non-weird clothes. <laughs> like if I'm not wearing this American flag t-shirt, <laughs> right. if I have on like a black t-shirt. Yeah, and it's clean and I'm clean. Yeah, she fucking loves it. You know what? I think Nikki <laughs> takes that for granted. And that's a realization. Like, <laughs> yeah, I could just do that, and she likes it. <laughs> but don't do it a whole lot. Because, I, I, I mean, I, I do think Nikki takes my cleanliness like for granted. I think I honestly, uh, I have a, I have a secret. And that is that I did not shower today because I woke up late for work. Uh, I might just rot. I'm just my. Yeah, I do feel crazy. I feel like <laughs> yes. I feel like dirty. Imagine yeah. that. Um, I think I might just ride this train. 
I think I might just see how long I can go with just not, not taking a shot before she says something. Ooh, that's pretty good. It'll be a long time, I think. I think because we're both we're both very polite people. <laughs> <laughs> Even with each other. So it's like, oh well, I don't know. She's more polite with me than I am with her. If she like if she started to smell, I'd be like, you smell. You smell bad. You should shower now. I'll watch our son. You can go you go shower. You go do that. Yeah. So back to Wikipedia. <laughs> guy Fieri guy. <laughs> oh, right. Well, you're barbecue. not done with your story. I'm sorry. <laughs> he tries the barbecue and he's like, Oh, this is people. That's this pretty is, good. This is Sue Ann. <laughs> <laughs> this is old dead Sue Ann. <laughs> oh, man. He ate it. It was just like, Yeah, that's pretty good. You know what would be better? Uh, probably like a red wine reduction. And all th- me, Bobby, and Jason all just look at him like, What the fuck are you talking <laughs> about? And that's just the level of pretension that, like, mm. is learned through, like, the food network. The cooking and shows. Things. Like, and yeah, stuff like and that. they're just like, Oh, yeah, yeah. this is rare. No, it's fucking barbecue, man. Yeah. No. You don't need that. <laughs> so, yeah. I get it. I do. I get it. <laughs> look, you're talking, to, you're talking to the person who loves the simplest fucking foods. Like, I don't like. I don't like fancy mm-hmm. foods. I just like yeah. it it's a big huge turnoff. Huge turnoff. I like tasty foods. And but tasty foods don't necessarily have to be fancy foods. Yeah. I don't know. I mean we had barbecue at our wedding reception. Yeah, you did. I mean that's like straight up that was the best. I've got an <laughs> uncle who still every time I see him, he's like, best wedding reception ever. <laughs> I mean, it is like with like it's the first thing he tells me. He's like, I love that you guys had barbecue at your wedding. <laughs> And then, like my aunt's, like he hates he hates wedding food. He hates wedding food. So your your wedding. Your marriage all right? Do you gonna do another one? I could use some more barbecue. (laughs) You want to renew your vows? (laughs) All right. So Castlevania Three abandons abandons it, Tyler. The Mm -hmm. action adventure game and role playing game elements of its immediate predecessor, Castlevania Two colon Simon's Quest, and it returns to the platform game roots of the first Castlevania title. Unlike Castlevania, however, this one is nonlinear, kind of. Um, we'll probably get into that, I'm sure. There are branching paths in this game, mm-hmm. uh, which is neat. Uh, and this game, like Simon's Quest, or like Simon's Quest, has multiple endings. So that's kind of neat too. Man, probably more so than anything I've sat down and played on this list so far, because I had never played this game before. I completely I had missed that one. I hadn't played it either. Man, I really, really enjoyed this game. That blows my fucking I wish, mind. I wish I had more time that with it. That blows really my mind. I really enjoyed it. That blows my mind. Because as I was playing it multiple times, I'm like, Tyler's going to hate this game. How far did you get into it? Not that far. I didn't have that much time to spend on it. This game is uh, super hard. It is very, it super, is very incredibly hard. fucking super hard. I like, probably got to like fifth, fifth stage, maybe. I got to a point um, where I was... Like I spent an hour and a, I spent an hour and twenty minutes on a stage, and I was like, uh, I might be done. I might just I might just stop playing this game, yeah. and that's when I was like, Tyler's gonna hate this game because I know you got a low. I feel like you got a low threshold for bullshit like that. Yeah. So that I, I mean, what do you think? Do you, what do you think the difference is? Do you think I just had to laugh at it? I just had to yeah. laugh at some of the shit. Like like what? whenever I would die about something like that was clearly just ridiculous. I just. For some reason, I, this game just it didn't get to me. I would just like where I'm trying to go down a set of stairs, yeah, and I end up just walking off the ledge and dying. Happens all the time. I just had to, I just had to fucking laugh. There's nothing you can do when it comes to all the stair shenanigans in this game, but just to fucking laugh, just to laugh, and if you and just keep playing it. <laughs> but but 
Hmm. I'm going to remember this. Okay. Because <laughs> we're going to play another game where we me. fall off stairs and it's yeah. going to drive you fucking crazy. <laughs> I have a theory and I think it's because it's a Castlevania game. Maybe. And it's a franchise that, that you like. That I do like, yeah. So I think, I and I do it too, where it's like I'm playing a franchise that I like. I'm much more forgiving about things that other people who aren't necessarily in love with that franchise mm-hmm. um, would give shit over. Yep. And I guess there's, there are a lot of other positive things about this game. There are. Just like, there's tons. Okay. There's tons. This is a good game. This it, is a great game. I don't, Simon's Quest should not have been on the NES Classic. This should have been. I think they all, I think all three of them should have been on mm. Um, Simon's Quest, I liked a lot. I liked it a lot more than I thought I was going to, but it was because I had help going through the game. Um, this, I also had help because I I streamed this on Twitch and Twitch chat did help me, but it was a different kind of help. Twitch did what? Helped me. Help me. Help. Help me. Help me. Help me. Oh, help me. (laughs) That that is, yes, Douglas. I like (laughs) Douglas, formerly of Better Made, told me when I started playing, um, to name my character, help space me, because you can name your character at the very beginning of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you name your character, help me, you get 10 lives. Uh, and every time you continue, you have 10 more lives. Um, huge help. I do not know. Yep. I do not know how I would have done this without it. Yep. I did not beat this game. I got to Dracula and that was, uh, using save states. By the time I got to two stages before Dracula, it's when I hit that hour and 20 minute mark trying to beat one that one same level. Mm-hmm. I just said, fuck it. This is not doing it legit anymore. It's fine. I'm not going to call like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to claim to have beaten Castlevania 3 by any stretch of the imagination, but I would like to try to get farther in this game so I can fucking talk about it. Yeah. So I started using save states and uh, man. The, this game is really hard. This game is so much harder than the first Castlevania. It, yes. And it is so much longer than the first Castlevania 2. Mm-hmm. Um, or as well, I should say. <laughs> um, I guess, honestly, I, I spent more time with it than I did with Castlevania 2, but that's because I wasn't figuring everything out by myself on Simon's Quest. Yeah. Um, with that being said, with it, it is a hard game, but I do think it's a fair game. Um, it's pretty frequently where it's like, I would die and it'd be like, okay, I can do this. It's just a matter of learning the best way to do it, memorizing that and then executing it, which is normally something that I like. Um, but I should have allowed myself more than two nights to play this game because I would have liked to have beat it, but over a six hour period, I wasn't able to do it, uh, which is kind of a bummer. But like it's, I said, it made the angry video game nerd tap out. Like, oh, really? Dracula. He was like, I haven't seen it. This fucking bullshit. Well, Dracula is weird uh, because I got the Dracula. I did not beat Dracula, um, but Dracula has three forms. Mm-hmm. Um, That's insane to do on Castlevania's health meter. That's just fucking nuts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it is. It is nuts. Um, the first form is him in his humanoid Dracula form. Mm-hmm. Um, and he summons forth pillars of flame that he tries to trap you within once. And that's pretty normal. You just hit him in the head like you do in Castlevania mm-hmm. one. And then, um, his second form is the weirdest fucking thing ever. It's, he transforms into like five bulbous heads that are like their skin is dripping off and that's their main attack is just like dripping on you. So <laughs> like you whip it and like you, you're familiar with the game creeper or chiller. I'm sorry. Chiller. Yes. The shooting gallery where you like 
shoot boobs off a woman and shit like that. Yeah, Yeah, the murder game. Yeah, that one. Uh, It essentially turns into that because it's like you start whipping these heads and like the faces come off and there's skulls underneath. And then once you beat that form, uh, then then he turns into a gigantic Harvey Birdman. I mean, like, I don't know what, I do not know what it is, but he's like a demon, but with like a hawk beak. Um, and then the, the, the floors start coming apart and you have to like ride the, ride the floor up to whip them in the, in the face. Yeah. Very weird. Very weird. I like it, but very weird. Uh, I think it's also interesting that Dracula's previous forms from Castlevania one are in this game. Um, and one of those, one of those forms is, uh, his demonic form. Uh, you fight him like in a trio of bosses. Uh, there's a stage, and this is the one I had the hardest time with. There's a stage, there's a boss set up at the end of the stage. There's three coffins and there's a spirit that flies into a coffin. Mummies come out. You beat the mummies. Spirit flies into the next coffin. Um, fucking Cyclops came, comes out and it flies into another one. And then that last one is the demon essentially that Dracula transforms into mm-hmm. at the end of Castlevania one. Dracula's regular form is also in this game from Castlevania one. And that is in one of the partners that you can recruit. And that is Alucard. Mm. Alucard is straight up. When you fight him, it is the fight from it's the final boss fight. It's Dracula's first form from Castlevania yeah. one. Uh, he opens his cloak up, three fireballs shoot out. And then um, instead of teleporting, he turns into a swarm of bats. And then that's the, really the only difference that I, that I noticed. Yeah. Uh, I think that's great. I think that's a wonderful callback because Alucard is Dracula's true son. Yep. So I think that's neat. And they, even just the little nuances, because I love the recruitment and alternate characters in yeah. this game. It's that's neat. It's, man, because it, I feel like that's ahead of its time. Even like when you beat Grant and you shake hands with him. and That then... is hilarious. <laughs> when, you re- when you recruit a fucking character, and it's like they are, they're always a boss that you have to defeat. Mm-hmm. And then they transform into the, like their real selves. Well, I guess Sifa's kind of... Um, an exception to that because that mirrors the 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 anime. Yeah, totally. In that like you have to defeat a cyclops in order to save her. Right, she's Same a statue. Thing in the show, yeah. Yeah, there's all those statues in the background, which is which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but it man, when you recruit a partner, it is hilarious because it's just like they up to one another, like they're about to play a tennis match, and they're like they're shaking over the net, and it's like just shaking their hand, just they shake their hands for so long. I don't know what the deal is, but it's it's kind of funny uh, in a gothic horror setting. Yep, <laughs> and I just man, just I remember when I, before I played this, uh, Cockmaster Shake was the one who told me about it. And I was just like, really about and the game? You can do that in a the... Castlevania game, like recruiting and oh, finding alternate characters and being able to play as them and all that. Yep. And I was like, that sounds fucking awesome. And I get to it, and yeah, it's it's awesome in that like it almost reminds me of uh, what is that Mario mod where. You play through Super Mario as different Nintendo characters using well, their using their move sets in that level. So you're Mega Man or something Belmont or Kid Icarus, and it's just it's fun to experience a different rule set. All these characters are very, including Trevor, they're all very different. Yeah, they behave way differently. From so it, I feel like it adds a ton of replay value and an interesting twist to what is otherwise like. I think by the time you get to Castlevania Three, you're kind of tired of playing a Belmont. So mixing it up a little bit is I cool. Wasn't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I wasn't. But I mean, I like I like how the Belmonts play. I know, like, I mean, you still want to be Trevor on like bosses and shit. I still like Trevor's could take the most hits. So yeah, I feel like he's the most effective when you're fighting bosses. 
but they've all got their advantages. Uh, Grant is um, kind of like a hunchback monk. I think that's mm-hmm. like probably the best. Like, and by monk, I mean like a martial artist. Yeah, like he looks like a sword and fist kind of guy. Um, and his big thing is that he can climb walls and ceilings. Mm-hmm. Uh, He's got a good jump, and he can like what change direction? He can change directions midair in mm-hmm. his jump, and that's. Wonderful because that's something that like it's it's also kind of cool because I feel like that's always been like a criticism of like Castlevania in Castlevania Two where it's like you got to make a decision to jump and once you make that decision it just fucking you got to let it play out. Mm-hmm. Um, Grant kind of turns that on his head because it's like well actually no you don't because you can jump and then if you decide hey I fucked up you can back up out of it midair. Mm-hmm. Um, he also doesn't have the whole like delay in his attack. That a Belmont does with the whip, you know, because mm-hmm. uh, there is a delay when you hit attack with the whip. It takes like a second for the whip to actually. Yeah, to there's hit. a section where I had to fight these giant owls swooping out of the woods. Yeah. And it's just like, that was such a fucking nightmare. I ended up just like powering through, just yeah. like just run. Like, yeah. there's oh, no yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> I think that is, I think that's a good strategy yeah. for a lot of the game. It's just to not worry about killing shit and just move from mm-hmm. left to right any way that you can. Uh, but Grant's big drawback is he's got this shitty little knife, yep. which is why I never used him because it's like one of the, I use Trevor for like almost the entire game. Uh, and it is just because the range on his whip when it's fully upgraded on vampire killer mm-hmm. is great. Yep. I can't give that up. I'm so used to like, to me, that is how you play a Castlevania game. Uh, that's how I play it. I want to play from far away. I want that reach weapon. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be up in some fucking monster's face because, um, the closer I am to a monster, uh, the closer I am to having another one spawn on me. Yeah. And it's like, because it's like every time you move to the right, it's like, oh, here comes another monster off the edge of the screen. So, uh, and then um, Sifa or mm-hmm. Sifa, I don't really honestly know I how to pronounce her name. I was. But uh, she is a mage. Um, and actually, intro- she is introduced to you as a man. Uh, but at the end, if you finish the game uh, with her as your partner, it is revealed that she is a uh, comely young woman. Yes, sexist. You didn't know, did you? Mm-mm. Got you with Samus, got you with Sifa. I know. I know, right? So she's a mage, and... Um, if you beat the game in under 10 minutes, she appears in a bikini at the end. It, that is true. It is, <laughs> it's confirmed. <laughs> uh, she uh, has, like, ice spells. She has elemental spells, mm-hmm. essentially ice and fire and stuff like that. Um, and they function, essentially, as her secondary weapons, mm-hmm. where it's like Trevor's secondary weapons are traditional Castlevania fair axes that you throw up in the air, mm-hmm. knives that you throw directly in front of you, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Fire bombs, a.k.a. holy water. Um, but instead, she gets spells, uh, which is really cool. So yeah. like when you destroy a sconce, that would normally drop a dagger. Instead, it drops a spell book, which allows her to cast a spell. And most of the time, they're pretty fucking powerful. They are powerful. They are powerful. And I feel like if you're good with her and you know the bosses really well, mm-hmm. she's a really good one to pull out. Because I read that like she's the hard mode. Yeah, because, I believe like, it. Super powerful spells, she can't take many hits. No, 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 no. She can't so, take many like, hits at all. Her non-magic attack is shit. Well, yeah, because she's got this shitty little staff, yeah. which essentially has like the range of Grant's stupid, mm-hmm. shitty little dagger. Um, one thing that I, I noticed about this game, you talking about her not being able to t- take many hits, is how the hits scale in the game. Uh, on the second to last stage, like the stage before the Dracula fight, I'm getting hit by skeletons, and they're taking a quarter of my life away. So it's like I get I get hit four times, done. Yeah, I got to start over. So it's kind of a weird um, shift where it's like they 
the design decision was made to make the same enemies tougher instead of using new enemies later on. Mm-hmm. I think that's a little lazy. Yeah. Um, because and it's also alarming when a skeleton is hitting you for twenty five percent of your of your life. When earlier on in the game, it, it's you know two pips or whatever. Yeah. I didn't get to play much as Alucard because, um, and this ties in with what you said about the replayability of the game. Like, because I chose the branching path to get Sifa, mm-hmm. I missed the branching path to get Alucard. Yep, I missed I missed Grant as well because I was like Clock Tower, fuck that. Oh. I, know, I know how bad Clock Tower levels are. In right? Yeah, yes. exactly. Yeah, totally. Um, so I think that is interesting, and I do really like that about the game. I like that. I mean, I want to go through and play this game again mm-hmm. uh, because I want to get Alucard. Um, mainly because I love Symphony of the Night. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's like there's some there's a real tie there where it's like, yeah, I want to play as Alucard. Of course I do. Because <laughs> so. like, and because he has his regular attack is a long range, like the three fireballs. Not right. super powerful, but it's super long range. Right. Yeah. And then his big ability, like he's the cheat character in that you can turn into a bat and avoid a lot of shit like right. that. Like it, a lot of shit. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of platforming where I, um, there are several platforming stages where you have to like go up a tower while shit is being fired at you. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I didn't have Alucard, but I knew what he could do. I knew he could turn into a bat. And it's like, I'm thinking, fuck, I wish I could turn into a bat right now <laughs> yeah. and just like ignore all of this shit. Because, Oh man, big. Well, I lost my train of thought, mid thought. Oh well. Alucard. Alucard. Dracula backwards. Yeah. Spoilers. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Mind blown. But, um, yeah, I found even when I lost and to keep going and fighting, I felt like the bosses were about where I wanted them. Yeah, I feel like they really balanced this game uh, compared to Castlevania 1, mm-hmm. where I felt like the platforming in Castlevania 1 is pretty easy. And the bosses are very, very difficult. I feel like they kind of wanted those two elements to kind of meet in the middle. Mm-hmm. And they made the platforming harder in Castlevania 3. Because it is straight up. The platforming in this game is straight up harder than Castlevania 1. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And then the bosses are easier than they were in Castlevania 1. Um, so that's nice. I liked it. I thought, they, I thought they hit a really good balance. And the bosses do get hard um, by the end of the game. I mean, like, the trio that I was talking about, fucking hard. Uh, and then death. It's hard. Death has two forms in this game, uh, which sucks. Mm. Uh, and uh, Dracula is harder in this one, I think, with his three forms. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I do think they struck a really good balance. So was it you tweeted, like, come watch Dave versus the stairs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, because, yeah, the stairs, I mean, we've even talked about this on, like, Super Castlevania Four, I think, where it's like the biggest enemy in a Castlevania game are the stairs. Mm-hmm. Because they yeah. fu- they fucking suck. I feel like even more more so in this game than any other Castlevania I've played. It's, it's yeah, because there's so many stairs in this mm-hmm. one. Like I mean, there's everywhere, which makes sense. You would think there are a lot of there would be a lot of stairs. Very unforgiving. That they are there. Very. And unforgiving, I yes. I mean I had a lot of trouble like at- jumping and attacking at the same time. Like I had to very clearly release one button and time it perfectly to hit the other button. Like I couldn't be holding one down and hit the other. Like yeah. It was more difficult than I remember remember it being. It's demanding. Yeah. I do. I feel like this game is demanding. And um, man, I, I after Castlevania One and Castlevania Two, I kind of I expected an easier game, and it, it is. This is not an easy game. Yeah, uh, it, it's very difficult. But I mean, still, like I, I'm, I didn't expect to enjoy it as much as I did, but I really did. I thought you were gonna absolutely hate it. Yeah. Seriously, like one hundred percent. I thought we were gonna walk into a a real cloud of negativity <laughs> kind of situation here. Mm-mm. Nope. I think this is one of the best NES games. And the music. Fuck, man. Yeah, I like they the music. The music's really good. I feel like they nailed it hard with this one. Yeah. 
all I, the themes and the changing and the appropriate tones. Like, yeah, that's okay. I really, I, I fucking love it. <laughs> I liked it. I mean, I would, I would even go so far to say that I loved it. It's very good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think that the music in Castlevania Two is better. Better. Yeah, I mean, because that's got bloody tears, which is like. That yeah, is yeah. straight up. That's Castle. That is Castlevania for me. Yeah. Is that song? Um, and I think the music in Castlevania One is also really good. So I don't know. This is on par for sure with Castlevania One. What I what I originally had planned for this episode because um, Melissa and I were out uh, in Paducah one night because there's our mall area and there's like a Books a Million and an Office Depot. Sure. And beside that is a Dollar Pet Tree. Smart. Don't forget PetSmart. Pet Very important. We're driving by, uh, we drive by the Dollar Tree and they have a big sign out front, like it, it plastered on the windows, then a big like sign hanging down from under Dollar Tree, S- sirloin steak, $1. I've seen that. And I just, yeah. Like, what what's, is a, what's yeah. a $1, like one, like they have freezers and stuff in the Dollar Tree, like other Dollar Trees in town don't have a freezer no, section. Just salt. This stuff. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's got an old pioneer guy. Nick yeah. Offerman is the back. Salt, yeah. Salting meat. It's just a barrel of meat. <laughs> just a barrel of salted meat. So we went in. She was like, you should probably get some for the show. And you guys should try a $1 steak for the show. I was like, you know what? I need to do that for the next Castlevania. To symbolize our wall, wall meat, meat will be $1 steaks. Well, let's just, you, what you really need to do is put it behind some drywall and then we bust it out of the wall and then eat it. <laughs> so we went in and we bought the $1, the $1 steaks. You did? It took us a while to find because they're kind of, even though they advertise them, they're pretty hidden back there. Oh, were they shameful when you asked for them? Oh, we didn't, I didn't want to ask for them. No. I didn't want to ask, where's your $1 where's steak? Your one? Excuse so me. We just went digging through, like in the bottom of their freezer, and just like regular brown boxes, we found <laughs> we found the frozen one dollar steaks. Dude, I would have walked in there waving a five and been like, "Someone wants five steaks. <laughs> Who wants to give me five steaks?" Uh, so I bought them, and they're in my freezer. I just I didn't have time to to thaw them out and make them today. That's all right. That we'll, was my original intention. We'll do more Castlevania games. That's true. There there are a lot more. Oh, fuck so many more. So fuck many more. <laughs> Um, do you have anything else to say about the game? I feel like I should, and I do. I mean, a bunch of little shit, but this hasn't been the wet, wet conversation that I, you know, I feel like, I feel like we went opposite of wet, so I'm ready to stop talking about it. Okay. You have any achievements? <laughs> I do. I've got a couple. Okay. Uh, most of these are, actually all of these are courtesy of Twitch chat. Uh, first achievement is never skip leg day. And in order to unlock never skip leg day, you need to climb any stairs in Castlevania because... Uh, this is courtesy of Overseas Philip. The stairs in Castlevania are the steepest and widest steps in the fucking world. Uh, you go from one floor to another by tr- essentially traversing six steps. <laughs> Which, you know, from a gay perspective, I'm okay with because it's like anytime I'm on stairs in a Castlevania game, it's like, God, get me off these fucking stairs. Yeah, you don't want every level, every part of Castlevania being like sets are climbing down the stairs to find... <laughs> To find the falcon. <laughs> sure. Oh, that actually, here's what I love about achievements. They sometimes remind me about something I haven't talked about yet, about the game. Okay, up until this point, in Castle, in the Castlevania series, in the franchise, my most hated enemy, Medusa Heads. Yeah. Until now, Castlevania 3 has shown me something that is a Medusa Head, but just a lot taller. Uh, did you run across the fucking Ghost Knights? Mm, no, they move. They move kind of like Medusa heads. They go. They go at that. I don't know. what We call that parabola. 
Is that a thing? Sine wave? I don't know. Yeah. They move, they fucking move like a wave. And um, unlike the Medusa head, which is constant, what happens is the ghost goes uh, on the third rise, just keeps on going. Just keeps on going. So it's like, if you don't notice one come on the screen immediately, I'm like, how many times has he dipped? When is he coming up? Uh, also, a Medusa head is probably, I don't know, I don't know exactly how many pixels tall it is, but let's just say 10. A Medusa head's a 10 pixel square. Night Ghost is like 40 pixels tall. <laughs> <laughs> so it is uh, essentially, you got to kill it. It's like a Medusa head, I feel like, just dodge it. Just yeah, kill can, it if you can. You dodge see it coming, it you, you kind of see where it's coming. You can either duck or jump. Like, yeah, you can avoid it. Fucking Night Ghost, when it's like, when I don't kill it, it's just like, well, here's a hit. And like in every Castlevania game, when you're hit, it's essentially like you just got kicked 10 feet away. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, <laughs> I'm doing this, I'm climbing this tower. I'm climbing these stairs up this fucking endless tower. And it's like, the stair will end, and then I've got like this tiny two-block platform to stand on, and then I've got more stairs to climb, and then it ends in a tiny two-block platform mm. to stand on. Uh, these tall motherfucking ghosts are flying around. Meanwhile, you've got the dragon skull totems at every fucking two Those block, fucking firing, skulls. firing fireballs in a steady stream. Because it is ridiculous. Four, where you can like, you just duck. Yes. And right. You're good. Not in, Not this, in this game. Mm-mm. No, you cannot duck. If you duck, you're just taking the fireball in the face. Yeah, it's, you're making it worse. <laughs> you're, exactly. And that like drove me crazy because I could not train myself to not do it. Mm-hmm. When I noticed one of those uh, dragon towers firing high, instinctively I duck. And it's like every single time mm-hmm. what happens is I see it coming for my face and then at the last moment just desperately try to whip it yeah. from crouch position, which doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And it's like... <laughs> Obviously, I'm crouching right next to a pit, so bloop, I get knocked back into the pit. Yep. So there we go. <laughs> I I mean, I really liked this game. Yeah. I know it doesn't seem like it's, I did. It's a hard game. People can complain about Dark Souls the same way, and people fucking love Dark Souls. So, And I think for the same reasons, because mm-hmm. I do think that Dark Souls is a fair game. Once you once you know what you're supposed to do, and you have you've developed the skill to execute it, you're fine. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the hallmark of like a fair game. At, I mean, there really isn't at any point when I was playing Castlevania 3 did I think, well, that wasn't fair. Because every time yeah. I die, I'm like, well, I could have avoided that. Yeah. If I would have known this or if I would have known that or if I would have done this differently, I could have survived. And I think that's, I think that's really cool. I mm-hmm. think that is a hallmark of a, of a fair game. Second achievement. I love this name. Uh, credit goes to Edgelord Kyle. For whom the Belmont tolls. <laughs> and in order to unlock for whom the Belmont tolls, you need to uh, miss one of the jumps in the clock tower stage and fall to your death. <laughs> <laughs> so I unlocked that, of course. Uh, third achievement, uh, credit goes to uh, Ben Carruth, who graciously sent us uh, the one chip challenges, uh, that we, the one chips to eat in the challenge, uh, a.k.a. Arizona Matt. Uh, his achievement is fuck my life. Uh, and in order to unlock Fuck My Life, you just play Castlevania 3. <laughs> <laughs> ben was not a fan. Oh, man. Um, he said it looked frustrating, which, I mean, oh, yeah. it was. Yeah. So there we go. <laughs> uh, there was a point in the stream where I was like, an hour and a half in, I was like, I think I might just play Mario Odyssey instead. <laughs> How about that? Because I don't, Mario Odyssey doesn't make me feel like this game yeah. does. Next achievement is Forever Alone. Credit goes to Paul Pig. And to unlock Forever Alone, you need to beat the game playing only as Trevor. Mm. Never switch to a partner. Yep. 
never get a partner. Beat the game just as Trevor. I have that. I have that as well. Only I just called it no. No. <laughs> Why no? No. Because he's saying no to everybody. Or? No. Because they do give you the option. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you want to leave this person behind? Uh, and my last achievement is uh, cheese weasels. Uh, mm. This is credit goes to Douglas of Better Made. Uh, I I would like to say that I invented the term cheese weasels. Uh, he invented the achievement. Uh, in order to unlock cheese weasels, cheezels, ch- cheezels. <laughs> well, in order to unlock cheese weasels, you need to start using save states after you spend over uh. an hour on uh, trying to finish the stage. <laughs> um, the original I was originally a cheese weasel because there um, are a lot of bosses that you can get really cheap shots in on, and um, you have to do it. Essentially, yeah. you just have to do it. Um, and then it, it, it totally exploded from there because once, dude, once, once I got to the point where it's like, yeah, I'll use a save state at that point, it was like, yep, just going to use them a lot. <laughs> like lo- mm-hmm. save state, load state, save, load, save, load. And yep. it was just like, whatever. Yeah. No, I'm, it's a hard game and it's a hard game. We're adults. We're, I not, would, we're not kids during the summer. So. I would like to, I would like to play through this game again. And I'd like to try to do it legit yeah. without the help me code, without save states. And, um, it's, I think this, like, okay, evidence that this is a good game, a well-crafted game is that even though I got frustrated, I still feel compelled to continue playing the game Yeah, and try to do it legitimately. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's satisfying. It is. It really is. It is satisfying when you finish a stage that's really hard. And it's also forgiving because you have unlimited continues and there's a password system. Mm-hmm. So it's like if you if you die and you get frustrated and you want to give up, you can. You can take a break and you don't have to lose any progress. Yep. You just enter your password. You're good to go. Tyler, do you have any achievements? Uh, my only other one was good move, and that is when you choose to not go to the clock tower. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think the clock tower was was that bad. When, whenever I looked at and after the fact, I was like, well, let me look up the paths I didn't choose. Yeah. Like, you're right. It didn't look that bad. But they trick you because – in, I mean, Castlevania is notorious for like difficult platforming and clock towers. There is a second clock tower in Dracula's castle. Um, and that is a hard one for sure. Yeah. Uh, everything that takes place up in front of Dracula's castle is um, not that difficult. But like once you get to Dracula's castle, uh, they have this callback to Castlevania 1. And instead of showing you the overworld map, which you've been seeing at the beginning of the game, they show you the interior map that you're used to seeing in Castlevania 1, where they show you the rooms and stuff yeah. and like the room you're in. So I thought that was a nice... There are a lot of nice callbacks in here. Yeah. I feel like Castlevania 3 was the game where Konami was like... We're gonna make something out of this. We're gonna we're gonna tie this into previous games, and we're gonna be like this is gonna be a thing. Mm-hmm. Castlevania is gonna be a thing, and for the most part, it is kind of still kind of still yeah. I don't know when they're doing anything else with it. I don't so, know because apparently Lords of Shadow Two didn't do very well. So yeah. who knows? I don't know. But Tyler, yes, Dave. I've had a lot of fun. Yeah. I've had a lot, not as wet, not as wet conversation yeah. as that, but you know, we had some good, we had, we had some good wet stuff in the yeah. beginning. Yeah. Uh, interrupt, we entered with barbecue and Guy Fieri. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. 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 Sue Ann got eaten. It was yeah. moist. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, I have a couple questions. It was damp. We had, we had damp? a damp time. You don't like, you don't like using the word moist. We were wet. We just, oh, we right. damp. Right. <laughs> Do we need to check the we barometric dry. pressure? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I have a uh, actually a shitload of questions to ask you before we close it out. Uh, the first of which is, on this show, you're aware that we rate games on a scale of beards and glasses. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you were to give this game a beard mm-hmm. that sums up how you feel about it, 
What kind of beard would you give it? I would have to give it the the beard of Pope Paul the Third. Pope Paul the Third. Pope Paul the which III. which one is that? He's a fucking evil ass pope. Evil ass pope. What did he? What is he famous for? Let me pull it back up here. So I had it pulled up to read because I did a breakdown. I was like, what would be a good beard for this? That makes sense. Like, okay, well, it's gothic and it's got both good and bad elements. Let's look up some good, some evil popes. Yeah, evil popes. How many pulled up when you Google searched evil? Like when you when you were typing evil in, there's like what's one of the suggested search terms? Pope. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think what was it I looked up was like the top top eight most evil popes in history. <laughs> And the one that I thought hit hit the right balance was Pope Paul the Third. He was a vampire, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Because Pope, what was it? Because I almost went with uh, Pope Julian the Third, but like, so that guy is a little. That's a bit much. It's a bit much for that evil Pope. Pope Paul the Third was actually Julius the Julius the Third's immediate predecessor, and his reign had significantly less child rape. <laughs> But what he lacked significantly <laughs> less, significantly less, not not not, not void, not zero, <laughs> but significantly less. Okay, got a shitty ad popped up. All right, well, who's it for? <laughs> no, fuck, fuck them. Let me scroll back down to me to the back top of the page again after this <laughs> shitty ad popped up. But what he lacked in creepiness, he made up for in general ruthlessness and corruption. Uh, Paul III allegedly murdered his mother and his niece to inherit the family fortune prior to becoming Pope and was quick to execute anyone who annoyed him by strangulation and immolation. You know, just in case. On one hand, he did come out strong against enslavement of Native Americans in the real wor- in the New World. But on the other hand, his most famous lover was his daughter, Constanza Firenze. <laughs> classy. So, yeah, classy. How old was she, I wonder? I bet that was his count of child rape. Yeah, probably. That's There's one. <laughs> there's ding. ding. <laughs> oh, we need to get these buzzers going that Jamie sent in. He was also totally anti-corruption. The pedophilia buzzers. <laughs> <laughs> Just fucking go out to all the dead batteries. Yeah. <laughs> Bringing up ruthless penalties for church members who were caught lining their pockets. But he also took a cut of the profits for Rome's 45,000 prostitutes. He was a complicated man, to say the <laughs> least. What year was this? It doesn't say. Interesting. 1999. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I like that. I learned something here today. Yeah. I like that. You want to hear about how fucked up Pope Julius III was? Yes, of course. This was his predecessor? Uh, or his, yeah, his successor was... Oh, his successor was Julius. Yeah. So okay. Julius III was in 1550, so okay. I guess around 1500. Well, I mean... Shit was crazy then. Yeah, no one gave no, no one, a fuck no, then. No, no. The papacy of Pope Julius III began in 1550 and after a relatively brief affair coming to an end upon his death in 1555. At the beginning of his brief reign, Julius determined to push the church through reforms he felt were important, but quickly grew tired of papal affairs and spent the bulk of his time relaxing with simple pleasures, like picking up a teenage boy off the streets and making him his lover. But that's the 1500s, though. I feel like that is a thing that was okay, right? <laughs> Julius III was so smitten with this boy, in Ascenso Canocchio del Monte, that he ended up making Nailed him his it. adopted <laughs> nephew and promoted him to cardinal while he was still an adolescent, bringing the new concept of creepy uncle to an entirely new <laughs> level unequaled in history. The Ascenso scandal outraged the other cardinals so much that in the time it has become the divining, defining feature of his entire papal reign. Uh, he also asked Michelangelo to decorate his home in sculptures of young boys having sex with each other. Yeah. yeah. Where uh, where are you reading this? I want to give credit. Um, 
just uh, on therichest.com, the mo- the eight most evil popes in history. All right. There'll be a link in the show notes at tadpog.com. If you want to see the other six most evil, <laughs> evil popes. popes, how did they rank? Um, that was toward the bottom. Bottom being the worst? Like, he was like six. I believe so. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's at least that's comforting. Yeah. I wonder what the lightest one is, where it's just like, only, yeah, I only <laughs> fucked like one kid. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't. He didn't love the kid that he fucked like Pope Julius. Yeah, he didn't appoint him as. He didn't appoint he didn't him make authority. Him a cardinal yeah. to make up for it. Yeah, he like, just killed him. Sorry about that rape. You want to be a cardinal? Right. <laughs> Tyler. Yes, Dave. I'm very impressed with that beard. That was good. That took research. That took reading. Yeah. I like it. Mm-hmm. If you were to give this game a pair of glasses. That sums up how you feel about it. What kind of glasses would it be? This one's not not phoning not, this not one in, much. huh? <laughs> um, just because of the the age and the difficulty, uh, I felt that like because I'm sure like he has to be able to see through them, so they might be sort of like glasses. But the uh, that bloody s- windshield, <laughs> please <laughs> let's not let's not again. <laughs> uh, the eyes of Cuphead. So in that it's it's difficulty and it's memorization and it's old feel and style. Cuphead, good game. Great game. Wanna, Easier than Castlevania 3. Uh, mm. <laughs> I mean, I, I've beaten Cuphead. Yeah. <laughs> I've not beaten. I mean, I can't make that argument, you know? Yeah. Cuphead's hard, but it is not as hard as Castlevania 3. Mm. You should play. Yes. I, I want it. Whenever it drops in price. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll and it will. It. On Steam, for yeah. sure. It, it definitely will. Um, you're welcome to come over and play it if you want. Um, yeah. Or, I don't know. Maybe we can work something out. Yeah. Because I don't know, if, I don't know if we can do. Sh- You're looking over. Maybe I don't want you in my house. We'll worry, no, 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 no. We'll worry something else <laughs> no. I just know. I mean, I, I mean, you are showering now. Like every, you know, I'm putting on clean uh, clothes for your wife, but yeah, I don't know. Please do not wear that fucking American flag AIDS. T-shirt in my house. <laughs> I'm gonna come over and yeah. use all your razors while wearing my American you flag AIDS-ridden shirt. AIDS-ridden fuck. <laughs> Uh, for all you know, you could be wearing AIDS sweatpants, that's our, that's man. Our, that's our new shirt with the American flag. <laughs> it says underneath, you AIDS written fuck. <laughs> Let us know if you'd buy that shirt. <laughs> Tyler. Yes, Dave. I've got a question for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you were to buy this game on Amazon, how much do you think you'd pay for it? Mm, eighteen fifty. That's a good guess. That's a damn good guess. Yeah. Actual retail value... Of Castlevania Three, used for the NES at the time of this recording on Amazon, is twenty nine dollars and ninety nine cents. So I figured there were less copies than like one and two out there. Yeah. So. I don't know that it's. I mean, if you're a collector, I'd say yeah, it's worth thirty bucks. Yeah. It's Amazon though. You know, you could find it so yeah, much a cheaper. cheaper. A lot Half cheaper. That price yeah. Totally. I have ten more questions for you. Yes. If you're if you're interested in taking I, a quiz, I am. I don't know how we're doing on time, but. Yeah, I know. You can tap that buzzer all you want, but we don't have any batteries yet. Oh, we'll make time. It's fine. Okay. So the subtitle of this game, of course, is Dracula's Curse. So I felt like I had two clear options. I could either make a Dracula quiz or a curse quiz. I decided to make a curse quiz. Mm. So Tyler, mm. I present to you the curse quiz. Ah. This is going to be tough. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason, I, the reason I went with the curse quiz is because I could only come up with two answers on a Dracula quiz. Uh, one was the song Dragula, and the other was, <laughs> the other was Blackula. So I, I would have had to come up with eight more. <laughs> oh, Dracula. Curses, though. Oh, no. <laughs> Actually, curses was a much harder quiz to put together. Uh, Tyler, first statement. Mm. This fictional character puts a curse on both the Montague and Capulet families. Damn. 
I don't know. He curses both their houses before he dies. I don't know. Tybalt? I don't know. Mercutio. Mercutio. Who, um, I don't know the name of the actor from Romeo plus Juliet, but he, <laughs> um, God, played Walt's dad in Lost. What was his name? Oh, shit. Uh, I don't even Michael? Remember. Was it Michael? And that it, might it have been. the character's name. It, I think it was Michael. Yeah, oh, yeah. I don't know the actor's I name. The I did at one name. point because I remember the moment of realization that Nikki and I had when we, re- like, she she caught it. Like, we were in the middle of an episode, and it was like a real tense moment. It's like when, like, sp- I mean, spoilers, upcoming for Lost, where it's like, Walt's like, on the boat or whatever. My boy. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> that boy. it's that scene. Like it's very tense, very dramatic. And Nikki looks over at me and goes, He's Mercutio. <laughs> and I was like, What? Oh damn, he is Mercutio. I also don't know how to say Mercutio. Uh statement two. It is rumored, tying it back, tying it back to an earlier story. It is rumored that this curse kept the Chicago Cubs from winning a World Series between the years of 1908 and 2016. Kept the Cubs. Kept the Cubs. I think it was the Curse of Babe Ruth that kept the Red Sox from winning. Very good. That's the Curse of the Bambino. Yeah. Other than that, uh, I don't know. It is the Curse of the Billy Goat. Are you familiar with this story? No, I'm not. Uh, Where a – now, I'm I'm paraphrasing, and I have not fact-checked this, but um, a man was refused um, to – he was – they refused – him into the uh, where do you play baseball? Would that be a stadium? Yep. Okay, uh, because the, he uh, they would not allow him to bring his goat in into Wrigley Field. I think that's is what that okay. Play. So there we go. Very good. Question three. Statement three. Tyler. Mm-hmm. Perhaps the most famous curse of them all claimed over twenty lives and involved the burial place of this nineteen-year-old king. Uh, king Tut's curse. Yes. Yeah. King Tut. Statement four, we'll see. We'll, I think you'll be able to get this, so I'm going to make it vague. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very vague. Three three words. Famous video game curse. Four words. Dracula's curse. All right. We'll boil it down. Sports. <laughs> famous video game. Famous sports video game curse. Um, whoever is on the cover of a sports game gets injured. Yes, the Madden curse. Okay. <laughs> yes, the Madden curse. Um, notoriously, whatever, whoever is featured on Madden NFL uh, the next season uh, either gets injured or underperforms or is arrested. <laughs> <laughs> Statement five. The Smithsonian now owns this precious stone after it was blamed for two beheadings, poverty, two fatal car accidents, one suicide, infidelity, and a house fire. No clue. The Hope Diamond. I was thinking. I was gonna say that. You should have said it. You got I'd nothing never, to lose. I was never heard it was cursed. Uh, I hadn't either. So mm. this is uh, this is a very hard quiz. Yeah. Like in the <laughs> in the vein of Castlevania three, this is a very tough quiz. Yeah, I should guess. You're right. I have nothing to lose. Nothing so. to lose. Nothing. Uh, statement six. I'm sorry in advance. <laughs> <laughs> when a D and D character dons this robe. Everything seems fine until they enter combat, whereupon unseen rats begin gnawing on the character's body, rendering them useless <laughs> in combat. Uh, uh, robe of bones? Very close. Uh, robe of vermin. Uh, D&D cursed items suck. Oh, God, yes. Because once you don them, they're on you. Yeah, like I've, I would very rarely use them because they're so bad. Cannot take them off unless what, a remove curse essentially is mm-hmm. cast. 
very limited options, or if you finish a quest or something. And like even that. then, like the remove, move curse has to be like powerful enough. Yeah. So yeah, it's nasty. Cursed items are nasty. And they're really bad. Statement seven: A series of supposedly related misfortunes have played creative people involved in adaptations of this fictional character, in um, specifically in movies. Anyone who has it's a famous pop culture curse that revolves around this comic book character. That he can't translate to screen well? No, it's it's usually like physical trauma or uh, suicide or murder, stuff like that. Hmm. The Crow? Hey, The Crow's a really good answer. Uh, but this is the super- the, the Spider Man Broadway Spider Man musical because like all the Spider Men kept down. <laughs> Very nice. That is also that is also a uh, a, a curse related to a comic book character. Um, so yes, definitely that. Um, I was actually looking for the Superman curse, uh, but we'll uh. we'll definitely give it to you for Spider Man curse because that is very true. Uh, but I mean, look at everybody who has been involved in Superman hasn't ended well. Um, like I always. I can't remember if it's Christopher Reeves or Reeve. Uh, I think it's Reeves. But obviously we know what happened to him. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, George Reeve, who played the original Superman, mm-hmm. died under, I mean, some say mysterious circumstances. Uh, but if I think it's mostly ruled suicide, yeah? Yeah. Um, and, there, and, and Brennan Routh just like just made the movie up, just bomb. So. He just, just can't stop fucking Popes. <laughs> <laughs> Neither can Kevin Spacey. So. Oh, God. Because <laughs> <laughs> he was Lex Luthor in that one. Oh, man. <laughs> Shit. Statement eight, Tyler. Mm-hmm. In the story of Sleeping Beauty, this character places a curse on Princess Aurora to die on her 16th birthday. Maleficent. Maleficent. Correct. Very good. Um, and then what I did was... All the girls would be very upset with me if I missed if that If you didn't one. get that. Yep. I haven't seen the Maleficent movie. I haven't either. Um, we should do that together sometime. We should yeah, make a date. Yeah, good. let's do it. Let's, <laughs> let's wear our American flag t-shirts <laughs> and go over to your abandoned neighbor's house. <laughs> Put up Maleficent Put on, on Maleficent. a small TV. Yeah, 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 yeah. They don't have electricity over there, so of course we'll have to use candles. <laughs> it's fine. That's not a big deal. Uh, we can eat some redneck egg rolls. Uh, be great. <laughs> Uh, and then I have a confession to make. I didn't finish this quiz. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or am I doing so badly you're yeah. calling it? You're like, oh, all right. Uh, there's a flag on the play. That's a sports <laughs> thing, I think. Um, so here's here's I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to wing this, okay? Okay. There is a curse that revolves around a mass-produced painting uh, by an Italian painter, Giovanni Bragolin. Um, it was widely distributed from the 1950s forward, and it is claimed to be responsible for um, wide-ranging house fires. Hmm. Dorian Gray. Dorian, the, yes. <laughs> the house gets, the house doesn't age. Uh, it is called The Crying Boy, uh, and it is a painting. What was happening was, like, uh, I, I'm paraphrasing, I'm not fact-checking. Sometime in the, like, late 50s, firemen were noticing uh, and I can say firemen because they were all men then. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were noticing that in all these house fires, a painting was left completely untouched. And it was this painting of a crying uh, crying boy. Uh, so a rumor started that the painting was cursed. Uh, turns out it was just coated heavily in fire retardant. <laughs> so everything else in the house would burn up, but this painting would essentially remain pristine. That's pretty good. Uh, thus the curse was born. I fucking love that. 
Tyler, last last one that I'm just spitballing here. Okay. This remains this curse remains a cultural meme, dramatizing early deaths of specific celebrities, typically musicians. Mm-hmm. Uh, they seem to die at the same age uh, from which the curse is named, uh, or to which the club is named. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are people like Brian Jones, Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin, Jim Morrison, Kurt Cobain, and kind of recently, Amy Winehouse. Mm-hmm. The 27-year-old curse, or curse of 27 years. 27 Club. Okay. We're going to count that. Club. Yes, the 27 Club, which I hadn't heard of um, until I was putting this together, and then it kind of blew my mind. Yeah. Where I was like, oh, all those people were 27 years old mm-hmm. when they died? That's crazy. Yep. And they're all mus- musicians, celebrity musicians. I don't know. Yes, I remember, I remember seeing that on Reddit when Amy Winehouse died. Yeah. That's the only reason I know that. Well, you knew it, and I didn't. Honestly, I would have done horribly at this quiz. I probably would have only gotten like three. It's a hard quiz, but it was it was inventive. Thanks. <laughs> I wanted I wanted it to be. I was hoping that it would be interesting. Yeah, no, it's definitely interesting. So, uh, also, not wet. Not a wet wet <laughs> quiz. But I mean, what are we gonna do? How are we doing on time? Are we doing okay? Can we take a call? Or uh, we'll take it. We can take it. Yeah. You want to take a call? Yeah, we'll take a. Let's call. take a call. All right. Um, we're still in January 2017 for calls. Uh, but if you want to give us yeah, a call, current, I'm happy with we're on the current year. So yeah, we're still yes, we're still current year. Uh, heart barely. I mean, we're hanging on barely. <laughs> uh, but if you want to give us a call, you can do that at two seven zero eight eight three two five five five. Leave us a voicemail. We're gonna try to get caught up on calls so that we can make this voicemail as a regular thing of the show again. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. First call. What's up, Tad Pog? Happy New Year! It's your beloved Adam. Just finished uh, pre-ordering my Nintendo Switch. Because I suckle at the teat of Nintendo no matter what. Oh, yeah, dude. I'm uh, driving home listening to the year-end review, and I am not sure what is harder to listen to on this episode so far. It's... it's Want to take a guess? (laughs) January? I have no idea what we recorded in January. Mm Mm-mm. That might be hard to listen to, other than just our regular show. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I don't know if it's hard to listen to you or Dave. Yeah, right? Yeah. Adam all of a sudden takes a very mean turn and just starts kicking sand in our faces. <laughs> Wear this Cubs hat. Uh, it's a three-way tie right now. Uh, the first thing that's super hard to listen to is you guys talking about how awesome it is that Carrie Fisher hasn't died yet. Man. Oh, God. We're only five days there away. You know, everything's going to be all right. And then she freaking dies. So yeah. that's, that's tough to listen to, knowing what I know now already. Second thing that's hard to listen to is Jacob York, because I freaking love Jacob York. <laughs> and he got his own mic this year, and it didn't get plugged in or something. Nope. I don't know what happened. Nope, I so remember that. It's hard to listen because Jacob's like way in the background, not talking about anything. I can't hear him, and I miss it because I freaking love Jacob. Uh, hashtag more Jacob uh, is what I want for 2017. Maybe not even for Tadpog, just for me. Uh, so that's a selfish request. I'll give you his cell phone number. His number <laughs> just call him, I yeah. got it. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, just give him my number, and we'll just him and I will just talk on a weekly basis. Patreon goal. He would fucking love that. We <laughs> reach nine hundred dollars a month. I'll give you Jacob's cell phone we number. Give out Jacob's cell phone number <laughs> to all our Patreon donors. You get it. It's just you on a Patreon it. episode. That's yeah. all we're just saying. Yeah, he doesn't need to even know about it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel like we need to run that by him or anything. No, he's fine. Yeah, he's fine. He's fine. He's a really cool dude. I will give you. Ga- if he doesn't pick up, we'll give you Galen. So yeah. you can call him like it's Jacob. Yeah, we, yeah, we give him both. That's yeah. That's fine. That's fine. I like it. Uh, the third thing that's hard to listen to is that like Ian. 
Ian just said that Rogue One became his favorite movie over Empire Strikes Back. That that hurt me deep. Like I love Star Wars, love Star Wars, and I liked Rogue One. I thought it was I thought it was a great movie. Yeah. I didn't think it was a great Star Wars movie. I felt like it was more of like a war movie. And I know it's called Star Wars, but I was going to point that out. a little different for me. But like I liked it. I enjoyed it. Uh, spoilers: Everybody dies, which I I understand. But like everybody had enough story for me to want to know more about their story, and then they died, and then I just didn't care about their story anymore. Um. But, like, man, that hurt to hear that he liked that better than Empire. Like, I just can't see it. I just can't see I it. Can't. And I love Ian. I like, I love it. Ian. He's wizened. He's sage. Sage-like. He's got probably a fat daddy dick. Yeah. And I can't I can't argue <laughs> any of those things. fat daddy dick. But, like, no way is Rogue <laughs> One better than, yeah. than Empire Strikes Back. I can't even venerable. say that it's better than <laughs> New Hope. Like, I, I, the venerable Ian's I dick presiding. Like, uh, <laughs> The Awakening better. The Force Awakens better. I don't know, man. I think it's top four for me. I don't know. This is a hard episode so far. But it's I'm hard. only like, what, 30 minutes in? So it's only going to get better. Happy but I just had to call and give these thoughts <laughs> for no real reason. You can skip everything that I just said if you'd like. But 2017, I'm so excited. My New Year's resolution is to listen to more Tad Pog, uh, if that's even possible. And uh, I love you guys. Did you do it? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Real talk, Tyler. Mm-hmm. Real talk. Mm-hmm. Do you think Adam still listens to no. the show? You don't think so? Mm-mm. I haven't heard anything in any form. We haven't him. been taking calls though. Yeah, that's, that's been his true. main. That's been his main form of communication. That's true. So, what do you think? You, you think no? I would. Was I, he so turned off by this episode that he stopped listening? I think we haven't taken calls in so long. He probably you think gave that, up maybe? in like July. Do you? I hope that he doesn't think that we stopped taking calls because of him. Oh, yeah, not at all. Because that is not the case. But after that call, after that complaints call, maybe. (laughs) 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 Sorry, Adam. I I look. If you like calls, Adam just ruined it. (laughs) (laughs) Remember that thing I said about taking more calls? Never Never mind. mind. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I felt really bad. Like, this is no joke. You and I had a conversation about this. Mm-hmm. I felt really bad when Carrie Fisher died because of it was weird. It was weird the messages that I got, which essentially was it wasn't like you killed Carrie Fisher, but it felt like it. <laughs> you know, the words were literally you killed Carrie Fisher, but because I love Star Wars so much and Carrie Fisher, it was just straight up like, please don't. Like, I'm already having a hard time processing the fact that she died suddenly. This curse was mentioned on a podcast that later stole beloved Carrie Fisher from it's the Tadpog curse. The Tadpog curse, yes. We're like, who, are we going to, who are we going to kill today, Tyler? Uh, how about, oh, I'm scared to say it because then it's actually going to happen. Oh, who's beloved? Uh, well, Felicia I mean. Felicia Day. Oh, God, damn. <laughs> Shit, don't do that. Uh, I like Felicia Day. Yeah, let's not kill. Let's <laughs> let's not kill her. Who's someone yeah. that we? Who's someone that we loved as kids but don't love anymore? Our dads. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Like now, now there's gonna be a weird thing. We're like, I swear to you, like I'm gonna get a call from my dad in a week and be like, so you you got this friend? Uh, weird thing. I met I met a, a dad of a friend of yours. <laughs> Oh shit! You guys are gonna die together in a lover's embrace. Like the president and vice president, we can't let our dads drive the same the same vehicle. I also felt really bad. Um, yes, well, I fucked up 
Jacob's mic. Uh, so that sucked. Um, and what was the third thing? Oh, Rogue One. Okay, I can't speak for Ian, but here's what I'll say. I agree with you, Adam. I think that Rogue One is an inferior movie compared to Empire Strikes Back. However, the level of excitement at the end of Rogue One, like in that final scene and the the final battle, was so high. Like that is the most hype I think I've ever been. Well, it's the most hype I've been in the last like fucking definitely the last 10 years mm-hmm. in a movie theater it was like seeing all of this shit where it's like they tied, they pulled like old footage and spliced it in Forrest Gump style into a star Wars movie <laughs> where it's like, Hey, remember, remember red leader. He's in this movie. This guy, the actor's probably dead, but he's in the movie. And it's just like, <laughs> Oh, my mind is being blown. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I, like I said, I can't speak for Ian, but I feel like that probably had a lot to do with it. Cause we had just seen it recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, on a second viewing of Rogue One, uh, I did not like it nearly as much. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe Ian and I are on, are on the same wavelength there. I feel like all those. I feel like all those complaints have been addressed. Yep. Let's take one more. One as a more. Palette cleanser. <laughs> this is going to be even worse. <laughs> I guarantee. Maybe. <laughs> this one will actually. Can we? Let's say. Let's add. Let's add some. Let's add some risk. Okay. To this. Okay. If this is a negative call, we're done with calls forever. Okay. Forever. Forever. All right, here we go. Not to say, I mean, yeah, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Tadpog? It's your beloved Adam. Turning over a new leaf in 2017. I was about to say, this no might be the same call. Nobody gives a damn. So I wanted to call in with a fun time. Adam, you're deciding the fate of calls. <laughs> <laughs> this call that you made 11 months ago. <laughs> Don't fuck this up. <laughs> Topic. I uh, I recently went to MagFest, which is the music and gaming festival. Nice. Uh, in uh, it's in Maryland area at the Gaylord Convention Center, and uh, it's about a four day conference of video games, involves arcades, yeah, all, all the fixes. I've and, always wanted uh, to go. I I'm a huge Nintendo fan. I've got over 400 NES games. I probably have a thousand video games that are Nintendo based. Before the Wii U come out, uh, so I've got a lot of Nintendo stuff. Like I really <laughs> How enjoy many? it, and um, really, Good really God. wanted the NES Classic uh, when it came out. Not because I need it, because I have all the games and I have five NES systems at my house, but just because it was cute and it's licensed. So I just thought it'd be a fun thing to have. You're a collector, and I, it, it. I didn't get one. Like, it was impossible. And uh, when we were when we were at Maxfest, a buddy of mine brought his to sell or trade in the vendor room uh, because one of the vendors had one for sale for 200 bucks. So uh, my buddy. I hope this story ends with his friend trading an NES classic for someone to suck his dick in a Cubs hat. (laughs) (laughs) I hope this all comes full circle. I hope that that video I saw was actually beloved Adam's friend. Adam's right off frame. Right. Yeah. He's he's just, he's just watching. (laughs) Ron was going to trade it off or sell it, you know, try to make money. And I jokingly said, I'll give you $65 for it, you know, giving him five bucks over what he paid for it. And uh, I think he jokingly threw out more like 80 And I looked at him and I said, I'll give you $80 cash right now. And he did it. Like he gave me eight, he gave me his box complete brand new classic for 80 bucks. So I basically paid a good friend $15 to stand outside in the cold for nine hours. Uh, which, you know, I don't feel bad about because all weekend I kept telling him, if you change your mind, tell me and I will give it back to you. <laughs> Cause I, you know, I don't want anybody to feel like they got, <laughs> yeah. they, they didn't get a good deal on what they expected, but 
I think he knew it was going somewhere that was going to get some love and attention, and that I was happy, and he totally. was happy, and, and Mom's a good dude. So I don't think 80 bucks is too high of a premium. Did you let you fuck like his that. wife? That being said. Will you, will you be good to her? Hold on, I'm going to pause. What? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's okay with it as long as it's going somewhere it's going to get love and attention. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was like, tell me. If you want me to stop fucking your wife, just tell me and I'll stop. But he knew she was getting love and attention. Please, <laughs> stop when she taps out. <laughs> The 30 games on there are all right. They're, they're the handful that are like dynamite games. The rest of them, it's like, who cares about Balloon Fight? It's fun for a minute, but I don't need <laughs> ah, that. Yeah. I don't need six versions of We will Donkey continue Kong, to take you know? calls. So I found a video online of people hacking it and putting their own ROMs yeah. on it, and you can put about 50 different ones on there, and it seems pretty easy, actually. So I wanted to ask you guys, what games do you think should be on there, or if you were going to hack yours, what would you put? I'll give you a couple off the head uh, here that I can think of. Naturally, I think the original Contra. Uh, I think uh, DuckTales should have been mm. on there. Uh, some personal faves. I would put either TMNT 2, the arcade, or TMNT 3 uh, on there because there's no Turtles game. Yeah. Um, so th- those are a couple that I think of uh, that I would put. So I want to hear. Uh, All right. The call is cut off uh, at that point. Um, let's see if... He may like he may it. follow up because um, there is another call around the same time. Okay, let's, let's see. Okay, it's 2017, so I'm not even going to complain nope. that I just got cut off on the answer. Oh, it is. <laughs> it is. He like, didn't recognize him. Sound like Kyle, Kyle Mullins. So anyway, I'll just finish that statement. I just want to see. Uh, give me give me your top five choices. Top five each of you. Don't combine your list. Top five. Uh, top you five tell us what of, to do. Uh, <laughs> of games you would want to see on the. Uh, the uh, classic if you were to hack it yourself. So I'm going to go ahead and say Contra, DuckTales. Um, uh, I probably mentioned another one. Oh, one of the Turtles games. I'll pick TMNT 3 because I think people like that one even though I like the second one better. Um, I will put uh, TNC Surf because I think that's a fun two-player game. And uh, I will pick uh, Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers, the first one, because that's a good that's a good two-player game. So uh, let's hear let's hear five of five of your choices and uh, and uh, uh, get this uh, get this party started here. And uh, by the time I hear this call, I'll probably have already put fifty something games on it. And uh, hopefully, some of them are the ones that you pick because uh, I want as much in my life to do with you guys as possible. So uh, love you we'll and you uh, and uh, like let's months. make 2017 <laughs> way better than 2016. Even though, you know, we don't have any choice for some of that stuff because people die and uh, monkeys get shot. So, (laughs) (laughs) All right, Adam. Thank you for calling. It's good to hear your voice again. Hopefully you're still listening. We don't know. We don't know. (laughs) We don't know. Let us know. We'll find out in uh, 11 more months. So five games we could put on it. Five games. He's not letting us combine our list. He's not letting us fucking squirm out of this shit. I've already written mine down. God damn. So you had so whatever I say, we have not colluded to have the same game. No, so we haven't. Mine down. Um, so I have a question for you before mm-hmm. you read yours. Mm-hmm. Did he specify whether or not these have to be games that are not already on there? Like, are these games that we're just going to add onto the library? On, yeah. Okay. All right. What do you have? And please do it slowly. Castlevania Three. <laughs> All right. That is fair. I like that. River City Ransom. Yes, and we've already mentioned, and I we've mentioned that on the show already. I agree with that. I'd rather have River City Ransom on than Double Dragon Two. Tetris. Tengen Tetris. Ten Tetris. That'd be even better. A boy and his Damn blob. You. 
All right, yes. Dragon Warrior. Really? Yep. Okay. Was that five? Yep. All right. Should I be to read them again? No. Make sure. No, I can do this. Um, okay, right off the bat, I'm going to go with Little Nemo, mm, the Dream Master. Yep. Like, that's, that is like that is a favorite of mine. Um, I was going to also say A Boy in His Blob because I really like that game. Uh, but say it. Just because I said it, we didn't collude. And River City We're not Ransom. Russia and Trump. Yeah, right. Um, so, uh, yeah, I know we didn't collude, but at the same time, I kind of feel, I don't know, I feel like we need to have different answers. I can see why DuckTales wasn't on there. That had that would have had to have been a licensing nightmare mm-hmm. between both Capcom and Disney. Yep. Good luck. Um, one of the Adventures of Lolo, I think, would have okay. been would have been good. Uh-huh. Um, I loved those games as a kid. I never beat one, uh, but I would like to at some point. I'd love to talk about those games at some point. I'm guessing Adventure Island isn't on there. Adventure Island isn't on there. Um, I really liked Adventure Island. And I honestly, I, I was listening to a podcast today where they were talking about Wonder Boy, mm-hmm. uh, which Adventure Island is kind of the NES port of Wonder Boy. And it really made me want to go back and and play that game. Um, I have really fond memories of renting that one, uh, but I never owned it. Uh, fuck it, man. Let's go uh, Bayou Billy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Track and Field is is Ninja Gaiden on the NES Classic? I I think it is. All right, All I'm right. not I'm not for certain though. Um, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna start spitballing shit here. Okay. Spy Hunter. Uh, I think Spy. I would definitely if I was if I was hacking an NES Classic, I'd put, I would put Spy Hunter on there. I would honestly put Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles one on there. I know that game gets a I, bunch I of like shit. I like that one more than the second one. It's a weird fucking game. Mm-hmm. It's but. I don't see what the big deal. I mean, I don't. I don't see why I don't get all the hate. Yeah, I don't either. Um, I think it's still a good game. Uh, let's see what else would I put on there that isn't already Battletoads. Battle, I was gonna say Battletoads isn't on there because we're in or the bees already. Bees, yep. So yeah, even though Battletoads, I would have to be with a game genie exclusively. Yeah. Uh, I'd put Battletoads on there too. Uh, Ghosts and Goblins is on there. Um, is Maniac Mansion on there? No. All right. Well, Maniac Mansion. Yeah, because that's a game that I'd that. like to, I'd like to beat mm-hmm. at some point. Rad Racer, I think, would be okay. great because I don't know if there's a, beside Excite Bike. Is there another racing game on the NES Classic? RC Pro am on it. I don't. I don't. I can't recall. I don't remember. We're bad. We're bad yeah. podcasters. Uh, but there's some games. Yeah, I just play them as we get to them. Yeah, so. <laughs> that's pretty much how I roll too. Excite Bike's coming up next. That'll be good. Yeah, it'll be. I, I, mean, I don't know. Fun. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I think that's good then. Yeah, I think that, I think we're probably Thanks good. for your calls, Adam. Yes, we appreciate it. It's really good to hear from you. Sorry it took us so long to get to the calls. And thanks for listening, everybody. You find the show on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Stitcher. The next episode, like Dave just said, Excite Bike. Are you excited? Dude, are you excited? I'm biked. You're biked? I'm biked. Yeah. Is that the flip side of yep. excited? <laughs> yep. Yeah. We'll see how I it goes. I haven't played it in a long time. I haven't either. Uh, we'll see. I remember being frustrated by stuff overheating, so we'll see how it goes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yes. Mm, I'm worried it's going to be like a balloon fight episode. <laughs> we'll see, because neither of us are real jazzed about mm-hmm. it. Okay. Uh, hey, do you want to send us something like Janie did? That's awesome for the show. Yes, hell yes. We very much yes. appreciate it. Uh, you can send that to Tadbug Studios, care of Nicole Nance, P.O. Box 3785, Paducah, Kentucky, 42002. Yes. Give me a second. Kind of you got it. Brain stuttered. Yeah, you got it. Um, I don't know. We're on Facebook. Yeah. You can find us at facebook.com slash Tadpog. We're on Twitter. Um, we're at Tadpog underscore podcast. Uh, thanks everybody for retweeting and thanks for following on Facebook. Would please, if could, if you could, 
if you could do me a solid and you haven't liked us, if you haven't liked the Facebook page yet, uh, throw us a like. It's something that we're like trying to focus on, mm-hmm. and it, it really, truly and a review on Facebook too, because you can do that. Yeah, it's as a well. thing that you can do now. Uh, it's kind of a thing that we're trying to focus on uh, because we are trying to figure out ways that we can better grow the show uh, so that we can make it better. Uh, and one way we can make it better is by widening our audience. Also, hey. Do you possibly know somebody as perverted as you who might like this show? (laughs) Let them know. uh, And uh, chances are they might enjoy it too. Uh, And we're on Twitch, like we mentioned. We're at twitch.tv slash tadpog underscore podcast. You can also find us other places. Instagram. We got an Instagram. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We do. Uh, And that's pretty much it. I don't know. This uh, one, this you, one really got YouTube away channel. from us, didn't it? Yeah, because I think we're just gonna hit capacity. Yeah, so. this one really got away from us. So how about fuck it? Hey, our theme song is "Moves" by Sigmore Drive. Link track, that track can be on the show notes at tabblog.com. All right. How you want to close it out? Uh, like, um, how, how do you think Grant Dynasty sounds like? Okay. I can't believe we failed to really just obsess over the fact that his last name is Dynasty. <laughs> I feel like we really missed we really missed out. We brought on it up. All right, count you it. Brought it up. Put there it. you go. <laughs> so until next time. Tropical Capricorn. Capricorn. We yeah we both. Oh. <laughs> that was a, that was that one started out good. I feel like until we <laughs> once we hit the outro, it's like man, we're tired. <laughs>I should also note we have this postcard. It's a very, very pristine, nice picture of, of two cows, one cow mounting the other cow. How uh, close? They both have udders, so it is it is a female cow. No, mounting wait, another. Let cow. me see that. That's hot. Yeah, it is. No, that is an udder, isn't it? Uh huh. What is up with that? Do you think that's photoshopped? Do you think they photoshopped an udder on a bull's penis? <laughs> well, I've seen like female dogs will hump like that too. So I guess it's just like it's a, like a dominance I've thing. Seen, yeah. Look at this one coming off frame. Let's know what's going what's, on over what, here. He's, look like he's coming that way. Like, what the fuck? Get off her. Can I, t- can I tell you something? That I'm, I'm not joking. That cow that's coming in mm-hmm. to frame is literally licking its lips. <laughs> 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 that has to be doctored. What those beef curtains? Mm. <laughs> On the back. I like. I like how little you liked your joke. Yep. Like you said Once it. I said I was like. Eh, you said it, eh, and you just like. It's a nope. That's a bad one. <laughs> it's a stinger. I liked it. I liked it. <laughs> what 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 about it? Didn't you like? Just the phrase beef curtains. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Dave Tyler. Yes. Oh. While we were exploring Iceland, we came across this postcard and thought of you guys. <laughs> Enjoy this hot lesbian action. Heart. Pick Brothers Sean. Nice. And can't really read. Back? Baz. Baz. Mm-hmm. There we go. Nice. Uh, Sean, of course, from Nerdy Thursday. Uh-huh. They, he just, uh, they recently had an episode where he and Baz, uh, I think they were in Iceland when they recorded it, and it's a, it's a fun episode. Oh. Hmm. So check it out. Uh, and uh, their last episode they did is a grab bag, which is a lot of fun, too. So. All right, huh? All right, that's it. Thank Bye. Just